and welcome to the finale episode of my first anime, Toradora. I hate how calm he's like, how much you went the other way. I'm going to maintain this energy throughout the entire four episodes and not get riled up at all. I dare you. We're all good over here. Uh Uh-huh. I'm Chris Bailey. Your voice is already rising? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. We're great. My name is Salvador, also known as Monkey. And I'm Anthony Vaught, and I'm very excited to be here, unlike my other two cohorts. Listen. (laughs) We're not in a jazz club. We're watching anime. (laughs) If I allow one emotion through, they're all going to get through. <laughs> have you not been watching Toradora? I think I have. Um, speaking of overindulging, let's do our anime minutes. <laughs> I apologize. I did not finish Toradora. How close was you? I'm through volume five of ten. Oh, uh, so yeah, through the school wait. festival. Um, nothing else like majorly different. It's just a lot of like small stuff still. Um, the for one, it's like much, much, much clearer. Um, after the school festival, no. Um, what happens before the school festival? The beach house. Yes, it's much, much, much clearer after the beach house. That like, oh, Minori's into Ryuji, and oh yeah, also like I. I I think most, a lot of people who read the light novels and talk about it on the internet read, must have read like a fan translation because I've, I've like read some stuff. And for one, people, mainly people like, oh, Ami's like the worst at the beginning. And her relationship with Minori is like super hostile. And I don't get that at all from reading the official translation. And also people like, absolutely shoot down the idea of uh, Minori being at all, like, not straight because it was just a throwaway joke for the anime. But in the light novel, (laughs) that same conversation happens and she goes, maybe I'm a lesbian. She says that? Yeah. And the tone is, and the tone's like, she's literally like, maybe I am. It's it's pretty much the same exact thing as the show. Where she's like, maybe I'm a lesbian. And he's like, yeah, kind of hope you aren't, though. <laughs> and then she says something else. She's like, oh, weird. I'm talking like a normal person. This is strange. Um, but yeah, I didn't manage. I still plan to. Um, I did do some cursory Google searching. Um, it sounds like the ending isn't that different. Um, but there are some like minor differences. It seems like the main difference is some of which I'll kind of talk about as we go, is just the way characters are portrayed and a lot of smaller moments to uh, help get across some of the characterization better, which is inevitable in a book versus a TV show. But I did not manage to do that because (laughs) I am currently being held hostage by Critical Role. (laughs) I decided to get into that. (sighs) I basically, I didn't really do much today, but I basically haven't turned it off for the past like week. Oh, did, so you you're past the Briarwood arc? I am past the Briarwood arc. Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna start watching the the show? Um, I don't know. I want to know where the show like ends ends like all twelve episodes. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, it's like, wow, I'm I'm <laughs> I, I I'm barely doing anything else. <laughs> you guys so bad. addicted. Well, it's just it dude. I, I I tend to do that when I start something. I just like go ham on it. 
until uh, some sometimes I'll start something else and then that'll become the new thing and that's not a good habit but yeah it's it's pretty bad so I apologize if my anime minute is light for the next three and a half years <laughs> what about yourself um my anime minute um man said three and a half years it's so long critical world is so long then there's campaign uh, two yeah and they're doing campaign three now so um I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, you know what? Actually, I have one thing I want to say about Critical Role because fuck the internet. Um, I think currently Keyleth has a real claim to my favorite character. Okay, uh, I have to completely disagree with you on that. Which is wild because everyone gives, or my understanding is everyone like gave Marisha so much shit, but I think she's great. I don't like Marisha at all as Keyleth. I don't like Keyleth and I don't like Vax. So, Mm. yeah. But that, that's one of those things. I actually have to agree with the end on this. I mean, Keyleth has some good points, but there was like a lot of points that make no sense to me. But I, I mean, we're not here to discuss characters in Critical Role. Just someone brought it up. My anime minute, Um, been playing a lot of Phasmophobia. That's been good. Fucking grinding that really hard. Um, <laughs> I watched a Critical Role show, Um, whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. Legend, but, uh, uh, Legend of Vox Machina. Yeah, Legend of Vox Machina. And I can officially say it's okay. <laughs> like, legitly, it's okay. The problem is the first two episodes are not based on anything. So it's like... It's like their home game, right? It's not even their home game. Because I think their home game goes like completely different from what happens. So it's like... I mean, I, I could be completely wrong. This is my assumption. It's just... You can feel that it's like not based on anything. Like, they try to make it too spectacular and it's like I don't like this so is this one of those things uh, the third episode does go over what happens in Critical Role so it's like it's really cool to see everything being animated but like it's one of those things like when uh, Matt Mercer tells a story it's like you, you get so much and in an animated series they're like okay we're skipping this part and we're skipping this mm-hmm. part and we're skipping oh, this that's, part yeah it's gonna be inevitable oh no and it's like so bad because it's like the thing is, the party is like, um, you can feel the party like becoming a party. Like, they they all love each other and they all do stuff. And this one, they're just like zipping on through it. They're like, and here's the other boss we have to face. And here's the other boss we have to face. And it's like, okay, like, you guys need to slow down a little bit. You guys need to like make it where it feels like more though together. But, uh, so I watched that. Are they hour episodes or are they half hours? 30 minutes. And I think that's another problem for me. I don't like the 30-minute thing. They should do 40 minutes like they do with Invincible. 40 to 50 minutes. Like, yeah. fucking tell your story. Like, don't, don't, like, it should not be 30 minutes. There's no reason to, like, keep that going, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be hard to fit, like, the full Briarwood arc in what is now, I guess, 10 episodes. Yeah, I, I think I, they can do it. Like, I don't, I, I have no, like, Think about like no, I feel they can do it. But I think it, it, like you were saying, I think it might end up feeling a little rushed though, and just like yeah. kind of a bullet point of like the highlights that they wanted to fit in there, rather than giving it time to breathe. Yeah. So, so I've watched that. Um, I watched the new animated movie Bell, and I'm just gonna give it winking five out of ten. There was a, some parts that was interesting. So in, in Bell, it's basically just Beauty and the Beast except this time. And there was like a real world and then there's a virtual world. And basically the virtual world is like Beauty and the Beast part. 
And it's just like, the real world was more fun than the virtual world. So it's just like, oh, I just, I just want to see the characters like live in their own world. And it's, every time we go to the virtual world, I'm just like, ah, this is like boring as fuck. So that's how I feel about Belle. I, I think Belle is okay. I don't think it's that fantastic of a movie. But uh, all anime movies can't be fantastic, like your name. True. Um, I think that is all. I am behind on Demon Slayer again, so I have to catch back up. But everybody's fucking loving Demon Slayer, even though Nezuko has boobs. So that's always fun. You say even though? Yeah, so... Um, the <laughs> Are you cat- sure that's not why some people do love Demon Slayer? I don't know who Nezuko is, but... <laughs> no, so uh, Nezuko is like... I know, you know, it's like a character. I, I don't know how old she is. She might be like 14, 15 is one of those things. But basically, she got turned into a demon. Spoiler for the literally the first episode of Demon Slayer. Now we must slay her. Yeah. And, wow. <laughs> so she turns into a demon, and basically, when you're a demon, you get, like, certain powers. Well, she finally activated, like, one of her powers, and she grew boobs. <laughs> yeah, and she grew boobs. And everybody in that's like, you can't do this to my Nezuko. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, but this is anime. Like, characters have boobs. It's like one of those, like, one of those sad facts. And it's like, what's worse is, um, you can say that's like, oh, it's all about the male. Like, it's a male writer who did this. Like, he just wants to put his, um, his thing into the anime. You get what I'm saying, Orange? Was that, yeah. Was that called? Was that called? Putting male your power own, fantasy. Yeah, put your a power fantasy in there. Demon Slayer was made by a woman, though. So it's like, I mean, I don't know if that's sexist or not, because like, oh, I expect better from all. But it's like one of those things, it's like, well, it's made by women, so it's like boobs still. So I don't know. It's one of those things like it happens in the manga. So I'm like, it happens. yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to happen in anime, context. So. Like, yeah. Toradora is, if it were written by a man, some of the passages in the light novel are like, oh, no. <laughs> you didn't write that, did you, my man? Like, what are you doing? This is way too like a horny and male gazy, but it's written by a woman, so it's like I guess it's fine, right? <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, right? I mean right? it's one of those things, right? Like you can It's like people are like, yeah, everybody should be equal, but then you like you think about it, and you're like, well, I guess it's okay if a woman voted like that. Well, I mean, it'd probably be weird if you know she was talking about like Kitamura's supple body or whatever, but like most of her like overly. I'm just saying, Kitamura's fucking is half naked the entire fucking time. I mean, what yeah, we talk but... about? He's stacked, dude. I mean, this guy is half naked the entire time, showing off his fucking abs. Like, when you think about it, that's pretty bad. Yeah, but I, I feel like I guess I haven't gotten to that part in the light novels yet. I, I don't know if that's light novel or not. That's but every anime, time it's so. well, I'm sure it'll be in it. It seems oh, pretty how, faithful so far. How is it in the uh, light novel? Because that's a scene when uh, Kinemo actually goes naked completely. Oh yeah, that that scene plays out more or less the exact same. Okay, is it more descriptive? Like how his tone abs glisten in the fucking... No, not really. No. Verbatim, nope. describe it to me, please. <laughs> I, right, I was well, just wondering if there was more like descriptive. Kitamura flashes everybody and Minori gets a picture of it. What do you mean? We, we were all there. <laughs> oh, you were Adonis. God, it's still one of my favorite scenes, even though we, we finished up this anime. Sorry, my, my anime is actually fucking long. 13 minutes, that's crazy. But there's so <laughs> no much stuff that I like to talk about. Go on, let's go, go, go on. Anthony, go on. What, round us out. Uh, nothing much, uh, just a little bit more on Invincible. I think I got two episodes left. Um, just got to tie that off. I meant to do it today, but uh, Factoria is a thing, so. Did you come around on it at all? Uh, Invincible? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I thought, I, yeah, yeah, that's right. Last time I talked, I was kind of like, I don't know why they did this. Yeah, no, I immediately knew we were going afterwards. Um, it was just like a literally episode one, I have this complaint, now we're moving on. Right. Um, I have had no issues with it. Um, I think it's a pretty fun story. Um, Random question. What do you think of Beastmaster? Beastmaster? Beastmaster. Beastmaster? He shows up for like 14 seconds. Probably. Yeah, he only only shows up. He's like a lion. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. What a problem. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, he's dope as fuck. That man is a problem. Holy fuck me. Sorry for Um, non-invincible fans, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> we can talk this after the podcast, but I, I just wanted to say Beastmaster. Yeah, One of my favorite just, characters in Invincible. I watched that and I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Such a good episode too. Machine yeah, that was good too. really fucking fun. That's like the um, second or third episode, right? It's like fourth or fifth. Uh, it's, it's I, a little I, bit I only deeper. watched a few before I was like, ah, screw it's, it. I'll just read the comments. Like I'm not doing seven years four, of this shit. Maybe four. Uh, Alan the Alien though. He rules, right? Who? Alan the Alien. Alan the Alien? You don't remember Alan the Alien? I feel like I do. He's the one that talks to Invincible in space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. great. He's really bad with names. So I'm, I'm all, all I'm all scattered. Yeah, I really am. Like if you yeah, if you would have said kick ass tiger, I'd have been like, oh yeah, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> I think kick-ass it's tiger. <laughs> that that's a Mega Man boss, I think. <laughs> Speaking of kick ass tigers, Ooh. let's get into Toradora. Rounding it out, finishing Toradora. I'm sad that it's over. A little bit, yeah. Although I, I've, I've kind of been going back and forth on if I would want it to be longer or not. Like some things definitely felt like they needed more time to breathe, but at the same time, I wouldn't want too much more time. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of like the final things, I was like, you could have like did this in two episodes. I kind of hated it, it was rushed. Yeah, really some hard. of this de- definitely felt rushed. Yeah, and it but, was just well, like. Still liked it though. We we could talk about it, but like I'm gonna say straight up, legitly, dude. Like I cried. Like I wasn't sobbing, but there was so many fucking tears mm-hmm. in these set of episodes. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think I choked up a few times. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I'm I'm probably gonna do. I I need to start watching the end of shows like a day beforehand because I finished this like two hours ago. And you still and, got thoughts going. Well, yeah. I'm like. I'm just processing it the whole time and thinking about it and like I always come away feeling one way and then I get like an hour later I feel the complete opposite way and like <laughs> so so I'm, this is I'm probably still gonna be like working through this as as we go so apologies if some of my thoughts seem a little scattered you would think just I'd learn like by now any other time yeah right so episode 22 when you're around God damn. <laughs> so much happens. I, I read my first note and I'm like, we're still here? Yeah. <laughs> it, feels, it feels like so long ago. Uh, we pick up right where we left off with um, Ryuji bringing Taiga up the mountain. Uh, we kind of get an extended version of that scene of her being like, oh, I can't help loving Ryuji. He slips and falls and then wakes up in class yelling Taiga. There's a quick sad Minori look, which holy shit. <laughs> whoever <laughs> whoever was in charge of drawing Minori looking sad had a lot of work in these episodes. Uh-huh. Like immediately after a smile, too. Mm, so much of that, dude. Uh we learned that Taiga's mom picked her up from the lodge. Um apparently she hasn't been doing well. Ryuji hasn't heard from her. 
Um, he he tells Kitamura his plan to pretend that he was the one who rescued her and that she didn't say anything. Uh, Ryuji goes to hang out with Noto and Haruto because fucking why not, I guess. He's having a rough day. Yeah. Why, yeah. yeah. They seem all right. Uh, they well, discuss, uh, one yeah. blue hair boy's doing really well as we find out here in a second. Yeah, man. He's he's getting it. Yeah, he is. I mean, I mean, he's booking for his father though. Like he's not gonna go to college. So yeah, whatever. So he's he's got him. He's got it made, dude. Like I, <laughs> I think there's there's maybe like the obviously it's all like throwaway. Who cares? He's an idiot. Hard to stuff. But like, I think there is maybe something interesting if you wanted to like build out of him as like this fucking doofus is just out here doing his own thing, living his best life, and he's great. Despite the fact that everyone thinks he's like a complete ass clown. Um, but they're discussing their career plans, you know, what colleges they're going to go to or, or what programs they're going to go into next year. As they're waiting outside a ramen shop, Ryuji is kind of on his like, yeah, probably not going to do anything. Uh, they, t- they start talking about like, who are they going to keep tabs on, you know, going into next year and like college and shit. And they're like, oh, you're probably going to be keeping tabs on Kushieda. <laughs> and on right on cue, she pops in and yells, "Liberal arts, liberal arts." <laughs> that's my first note. Is well, not my first one, but that's my first caps note. Was just liberal arts. <laughs> yep, oh, she's but, such a goofball. Yeah, I think I'm. This may change, but I think I'm. I, I think I've swung back to Camp Minori as my favorite character. Ami took it for one episode, <laughs> but Minori's got my heart back. Um, Minori is now working at the Robin place. She tells them to place their orders, but if they order a long noodle, she'll poke their eyes out. Of course, they all order long noodles, and true to her word, she pokes them in the eyes. Absolutely. So okay, they all so order ramen. What's with the, what's with long noodles? Is that like is this just the guy can't do his stuff? It's long if it's long noodles. My guess it was probably it's like she's working there, so she's probably cooking, and it's probably harder to make or something. That okay. was just my guess. I don't know. I was just wondering what long, I was like, no long noodles. And I was just like, wonder why. I could not give you a real answer. Uh, but then she's like, wait, hold on. The chef is going to open his eyes. God, so good. <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. What the fuck? Uh, and yeah, he opens his eyes and he just starts, he picks up his things and starts spinning and flinging shit everywhere. And everyone is amazed and loves it. <laughs> Is this just like some gimmick? It's guarded by hot water. Yeah, but it's cool. (laughs) But it's cool. (laughs) I love the fact that the guy just knows when the news already. It's like, it's time. It's time. It's time. Get this hot water off. Can I want some ramen now? Same. We learn through a conversation with Yasuko that Ryuji is basically not allowed to work. He has to focus on his studies. And she... Continues to tell him that, like, hey, don't worry. You go to college, you do whatever you want, everything will work out. But you're not allowed to get a job. Um, oh, are we, are we to the mother? Yep. Well, oh, okay. That's a, it's a pretty quick scene, I think. Well, a lot of these scenes are pretty quick. It trucks through a lot. I, I love the mom saying, don't worry about it. Like, it's so interesting, like, how the mom is portrayed in these last four episodes. Like, I would have loved if the mom was a lot more in these in these shows. I think she was used when she needed to be. So, go, go ahead, finish your thought, monkey. Oh, um, no, I just love this about her. She's she's so like she's so gung ho about her um her kid like going to school, and it's just like it's just 
just basically, um, it doesn't tell us right now, but it's just so um, he can have a good life, unlike his mom. Yeah, and I, I kind of agree with you. I would have liked more, but I think I definitely agree, or I'm more on the side that I think she was used appropriately, and I think it's like really smartly done in that we kind of don't get real development from her until Ryuji starts to actually look at something from her perspective and like understand uh, why she's the way she is and why she's doing what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And that's when she gets like, not serious, but a lot of her stuff takes on a different tone. Yeah. Uh, Minori, the next day, reassures Ryuji that Taiga's fine. She's getting, she gets along with her mom, so it's all great, which <laughs> definitely not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, she took on, basically, basically she keeps talking about how she took on more jobs, and now she is captain of both uh, the baseball team and the softball team because they combined them. And then she <laughs> talks in more of her Minori riddles, basically, of just like, yeah, I gotta, I just have to focus on what I can see. It's like, yeah, Minori, great, thanks, <laughs> thanks for that, <laughs> dude. They were laying this shit on thick. The uh... The her just getting super busy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ami walks by and basically just says, uh, the kid is away, dad, so daddy will play to taunt them. Like, oh, you're just hanging out, having a good time with Minori. Now the tag's not here, huh? Oh, you know what? I really don't think I understood that the first time. I thought it was just some weird fucking... No, Ami's just being Ami. Yeah, yeah. okay, that makes a lot more sense. I, I love Ami. I still love Ami. What did you yeah. tell Ami is so sad in this? Uh... We'll get. We're gonna. I think we're gonna talk a lot about what happens to Minori and Ami. I'm just saying, if Minori was completely um, was a lesbian and Ami was bi or lesbian, I would have loved these two characters together. Oh, absolutely. They. I think they have my favorite relationship in the show, platonic or otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Ami goes off to sulk between the vending machines. Minori finds her and I'm not just like, any vending machine. Her, sorry, her vending machines. Well, I was gonna say the haunted vending machines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Minori tells her that that spot is home to a ghost. Ami starts to freak out. It's like, yeah, it's a, <laughs> so, well, I didn't write the whole story down. But it was something well, like Perkish Net. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It's a witch, not a ghost. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was something like uh, someone who had their heart broken, they choked on soy sauce or something. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, to which Ami continues to freak out, and Minori is like, eh, but it's fine. I, I feel like ghosts have different personalities, and they only reveal themselves to those they feel understand them. She thought, or she thinks back to the beach house and, and, and talks about how she thought that she found a ghost, but decided that she is going to focus more on what she can see, or, or she needs to focus on what she can see, which makes a little more sense later. Uh, Ami is like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're full <laughs> of shit. And Minori, they, they kind of argue again. Minori just wants Ami to... It, it, it's this weird thing of like, they're both pissed because they're just like, they're trying to make the other one understand, but completely going over each other's heads. Yeah, I still am a little, a little like super confused. So while we got like three or four episodes even before this, where there was like this big secret, um, it seemed like this is probably just me reading into stuff too much. But obviously, the secret is that like she was in love with Ryuji the whole time. But like uh-huh. I, I thought that they did that incorrectly because, or not like, I just I didn't see it at all. 
what Minori? Yeah, like I didn't see, I didn't see like that going on. No, I I completely agree with you, Anthony. Yeah. Um, they do not show like a good way of uh, Minori like liking Ryuji, except like the final part of the Beast House episode, and even then you don't really notice it. Even then, it's a flat-out rejection for the most part. I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing is, what you're supposed to, like, get from that scene, I'm guessing, is the fact that Minoi is um, talking to Ryuji, a normal person. Like, she's telling him, like, the dreams and hopes that she have. And that's I guess that's supposed to be the the signifier that, um, that Minoi likes Ryuji. But I didn't get that either. And it's just the fact that Owens literally tells us that in the light novel... After the Beach House episode that Minoi likes Ryuji. After that, that's when I'm like, okay, I guess I see that now. Yeah, because we we even get it in the anime. It's the same thing of like, oh, she's avoiding him for a while. Yeah. Um, And in the anime, you're kind of like, what's up? What are we doing? But in in the light novel, there's a couple of scenes that make it much more clear that, yeah, she's kind of on that now. Yeah, and and it still bugs me because she could get Ryuji at the Beach House. Like, Taiga was did like Ryuji. Oh yeah, they could be swapping spit right now. I mean, Taiga could have um, what's called could have figured out she liked Ryuji, but it wouldn't have been as far in as it is now. You know what I'm saying? Like, she yeah. has those feelings, but but if if Ryuji and Minoi got together, it probably would have um, you mean, calmed down the feelings of Taiga. Like, they probably would not have gotten together at the end. You know what I mean? It would have been maybe a different show. It's just yeah, and I, I think even beyond that, like even if Minori wasn't assuming that Taiga was in love with Ryuji, I still think she would have you know done the same thing because the whole her whole explanation, the the what little she gives us for basically backing off of Ryuji is that she feels Taiga needs her needs him more. And whether that was from a romantic perspective or not, I think she still would have probably made that same decision. Yeah, probably. And I again, I think that plays into the, uh, a much, much better narrative for Minori in that she's just in general fucking confused and has no idea what she really wants or is after. I mean, I mean, she does very aggressively, clearly, sometimes. I mean, no, she she knows what she wants, and like like it says, whatever she sees, that's what she is gonna get. See, right and with yeah. Ryuji, it's not seen, so she doesn't want to get like she doesn't want to do it just because it's like it's like something she she knows she she can't see basically. Well, this went off on a way big tangent. <laughs> It's we're talking about the character, no, in a good one. I, I still I just want to bring back my original point real quick, and then. We can- yeah. Uh it's just the um when we were talking about like or when we when there's always this like they had this big secret the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. And it turns out that it's just her being in love with him or whatever. I, I thought that that was not as well earned until you mention it and then this these last few episodes I can finally now understand the five episodes of her going like of Ami playing like a I know everything, you know. It, it seems more earned now, which I wish. I wish there was a little bit more work done in the beginning for that. Yeah, I, I, I despite all this, I do agree that um, some of the some of the Minori stuff does not feel explored particularly well. I'm just gonna say right now, it was still okay. It was not on. Fuck this secret. I fucking hated it. I did not like this. That that being the re- whole reason Ami was like. No, it wasn't even oh, Ami. It was just Minori. Like I was expecting something else. 
I hated Hosika. Like I said, it was just like, it was just picking at you throughout the, like, from fucking episode one. It's like, what's up with Manoi? And literally, Hosika is like, I like Ryuji, and I want to get to a really good college. That's my secret. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? I fu- think you severely misunderstand the character. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a little bit Yeah, more, but that's but, what I mean, it uh, is, dude. It's like, she, she wants to prove that she's better than her brother, because, which makes sense, although... Would have liked the home life episode for Manoi to actually get into this. But it was just like one of those things. I was like, okay, like, this is your, like, secret, whatever it is. Like, there was that, there was that one scene with uh, Tiger and Ryuji that I think is very interesting. Where Tiger's talking to Ryuji and she's like, don't jump to, don't jump to conclusions. Like, you don't know what Manoi's like. You don't know what Manoi wants. So don't, don't like, don't do anything. Like, let Minoy handle it. And it's so interesting. They say that, but then we... That's the opposite of what Taiga tells him. Taiga tells him, you need to go first. Minori's never going to approach you no matter no, what. No, no, it's not that. It's when, uh, it's when um, they're walking down the alleyway and Ryuji is making conclusions like, oh, Minoy comes from a bad household or something like that. That's why she's walking oh, so much. Okay. You know what I mean? And Tiger's like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Tiger's like, don't jump to conclusions. And then, and then we all over here was like, well, what's wrong with Manoi? There must be a reason why she's walking so much. It's not. It's like they keep this big secret, and it's like not even a thing. She's like, oh, I just want to get to a really good school. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's it. Okay. I mean, it's it's much more than that, but we can talk about. That later. Uh, Yuri, fucking my girl crushing it these episodes, being a goddamn adult and a teacher. Oh, no. Uh, so you you actually want to, you actually missed one of my favorite parts. So, um, Minoi is walking away from Ami, and Ami says to her, um, she's literally says to Minoi, she's like, Oh, if I didn't do anything, then everything would have been okay. Right, Minoi? And it just shows you, like, it just shows you, like, a splat. Slapped the face Minoi, to Minoi's, he's like, well, it wouldn't have gone okay. Like, it wouldn't have gone well, even if if you didn't butt in on me. Yeah, and I I, th- I think even the better context there is that, like, Minori never would have done anything. Yeah. And she blames Ami for causing all these, like, all this drama and all these problems. But Ami's like, so everyone would have been happy if this didn't happen. You would have been fine to just sit back and chill, huh? Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I like about Minoi. Uh, Ami is just he's he's not with Manoi's bullshit. Yeah, no one is with anyone's bullshit, and I love yeah. it. Which is a really great part about these episodes, and I guess kind of the series as a whole. When you look back on it, is that like nine times out of ten, when someone calls someone out for their bullshit, they're calling themselves out too. <laughs> like all their problems are so like they're portrayed very differently, but they're almost like exactly the same. Yeah. Yuri is talking to Ryuji about like how to, you know, hey, you got to do your your future plans thing. Like, I get it. Your uh, your home life isn't great. Your familial situation kind of sucks, but you're a smart kid. You can figure it out. And like, you got it, man. You can't just like sit here and do what mommy says all the time. Although mommy's telling him to <laughs> to go to college. Yeah, but it's that that part. I don't think is great advice given that. It, it is great advice paired with also disobeying her because as we see now, she gets another part-time job and she clearly can't manage that. 
Uh, uh, Ryuji puts his hairpin in the Minori box, uh, flashes back to his, I think, when Taiga broke into his house and he showed her the Minori box. Uh, and he starts to have like a bunch of complicated mixed feelings about Taiga and she shows up. I, I think he does a great line though, where he says it's, um, let's go, don't be ashamed that you're in love. And I think that's actually mm-hmm. pretty good. It's something like that. Uh, I didn't write it down. Yeah, but yeah. I, I absolutely do love that. And But he just doesn't follow his advice at all. So that's always a plus. That makes sense. Uh, He's just a young man about to get fucking married in a moment's notice. But whatever. Fucking cry out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, man. He's a teenager. Teenagers are dumb as yeah. shit. Oh, my God. Dude, when we get to that scene... Uh, they they tussle a bit, and then Taiga pulls him close, and they both get embarrassed and back off. I, I love this though. Fucking um, Ryuji's so happy to see Taiga that he starts like messing with her scarves, and then they yeah. look at each other lovingly, and uh, and then she's like, "What are you doing? You're trying to strangle me!" And then you give me strange looks. I love Taiga. She's so funny at this. Yeah, I also love that like. She's kind of been on a pro, uh, a pretty like good progressive track since the um, culture fest. Yeah, but after this last thing, she is like, she's just doing so good, man. Yeah, she is doing good. She's just out here having a good time. She knows what she wants. I mean, she's not. <laughs> she there's still a couple bumps in the road, but like the fact that she's like, she seems like genuinely like contented and kind of happy. Yeah. Even though she she didn't charge her phone or grab her keys for her house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, she bumps her head, her mom picks her up, and she doesn't think that anybody's calling Cole to figure out what happened to her. The fact is, she, she's like, oh yeah, I didn't charge my phone. And I'm just like, of course she didn't, Tiger. Why would you charge your phone, right? I think she's full of shit. Yeah, she she just she was like, I'm not interacting with the outside world right now. There's actually a good moment where like he's yelling at her for for basically, you know, not charging her phone to shit. And he stops himself from basically yelling, like, did you come back because you're in love with me? Like he gets like halfway through that sentence and stops. Um, she's like, ah, I'm just skipping school. Anyway, I forgot my keys, so I need to pass through and go through the window. Uh, Ryuji's trying to get her to stay He's like hold on I'll make food we'll hang out um, He eventually distracts her with the bird Which surprisingly works <laughs> I still hate that board God I hate that yeah, board Yeah fuck the bird Although the, the, the board is pulling out some good miles these episodes Distracting mm. Taiga Saying the mom's name <laughs> Still hate that board Why can we just not have a normal board Because it's Ryuji's house That is true uh, Ryuji gets a little teary-eyed as Taiga pokes at the bird. Uh, she's like, anyway, I'm gonna go. And she sees the Minori box. Well, she's like, are you crying? And he's like, no, I'm yawning. Yeah. Uh, she asks about how things are with Minori and is like, don't worry, you'll work things out. Uh, and then they talk about the dream, basically where she tells him about the dream of getting rescued and thinks she said some weird stuff. And Ryuji's like, no, I didn't hear anything. Kitamura saved you and I guess you didn't say anything. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and she's like, okay, and then jumps through the window, graceful landing. Uh, and that's it. That's episode 22. Oh, no. Um, we did forget something important, which is one of my favorite things they use. I know. I think it's uh, interesting whenever Minoi, oh, not Minoi, Ami basically says to Minoi, if I didn't do anything, then everything would have been fine. 
Right. Yeah. 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 She's basically <laughs> trying to tell her, like, hey, like Minori is blaming Ami for causing all the drama and like basically blowing up Minori's spot and putting her in a bunch of shit. And Ami's like, you would not have been okay with just sitting there and watching. Like, it's better that we all just fucking handle this. Well, also, it's one of those things like, Minoy's like saying, like, um, that's what Minoy means, but Minoy would not have been happy if, like, it still, it would have blown up. Like, something would have happened still, in my opinion, even if Minoy did not do anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. I think what Ami's basically saying is, like, you're still not going to be happy. Like, you would not have been happy if, if it, if it went the way it did. You still would have been sad. And I guess as like an added wrinkle, who knows if if Minori's feelings never got out there, if Taiga would have ever been able to like fully get there either. Yeah, it, like there's so much like variables that like that we did not think of. Yeah, and, and one of the things I love about Ami specifically, but about like pretty much everyone, whether it's intentional on their part or not, is when they are like calling each other on their bullshit. Um, especially in these four episodes, but kind of plays through the whole series when you look back at it, is almost every time they're like calling each other out, they're <laughs> largely calling themselves out as well. Like they all have, they they all share like the exact same problems, just presented in different ways. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like a Venn diagram, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> well done. Uh, like, thank you. And some of the core like stuff that they share, or even like side stuff, like not everyone has the exact same problems, obviously, but each of them seems like they share each other's similar problems. Yeah, exactly. This is where you say perfectly explained. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think we're on different scripts. Oh, okay. Um, Yuri gives uh, Ryuji a, a speech of like, hey, I know like you don't like want to do your future stuff, but come on, man, like you gotta you gotta figure it out. You you always listen to your mom, right? And like in a, in a way that is kind of, I guess, supposed to be telling him like she wants you to go to college, so fucking do it, you stupid mama's boy. In a way, right? I don't know. I I, it, I think it changes to that way. It was like like kind of like listen to your mom, but at the beginning, um, he was just kind of like I gotta talk to my mom. I gotta talk to my mom. I gotta talk to my mom. And he was like, well, like what is there to talk about? Like, well, I think that's the whole conceit of that thing is like they're supposed to go talk to their parents. About like what to do, I think that 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 was the impression I got. Well, and also he had talked to her already before this conversation too. Yeah, and so he's just fucking stalling because he doesn't want to deal with it himself. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes home. We learn that Yasuko has gotten a new part-time job so that he can focus on studying and go to college, so she could pay for it and everything will work out great there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing, also, nothing wrong. I think it's funny because uh, Yasuko. Makes this whole big big deal that she wants to eat dinner with her son, but mm-hmm. then she she gets another job. So we just like just laughing. He's like, "Of course, like you want to eat dinner with your son, but you're out walking." So that's just I just think that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I mean, everything's sad in this storyline. <laughs> Not everything. Uh-huh. Um, Ryuji puts the hairpin that he gifted Minori in his Minori box. Has a flashback to the first time Taiga broke in and him showing her uh, his Minori box in an attempt to make her not ashamed of being in love with Kitamura. Um, as he's and, and kind of has his own little mixed feelings about Taiga. And as he's doing so, uh, there's a knock on his door and Taiga shows up. Of course she does. You did forget the fact that he does say that there's no 
There's no reason to be ashamed about being in love. Is that here? Yep, that's here. Yep. Well, oh, okay. that, that's, that's in the flashback, quote. yeah. Well, yeah, he says that, but yeah, um, but then he doesn't talk to Tiger at all, so he is, he is still ashamed. So it's just really funny that he, he says that, but he still falls back on it. So but he doesn't yeah. talk to Tiger about either of them falling in love with each other. Um, as when Tiger shows up, they kind of bicker and tussle a bit um, until Taiga pulls Ryuji close, and then they both look at each other and get embarrassed because their faces are so close. I I do love this scene just because of um, fucking Ryuji so happy to see Taiga, and he's just pulling on a scarf, and then mm-hmm. Taiga like uh, grabs him, and they both share a look, and take and Taiga's like she's like, oh, you're trying to strangle me, and then you give me this weird look. And I just think that's hilarious. Some weird looks, bro. Yep. Ryuji's always giving weird looks. He can't help it. It's his eyes. What's so funny <laughs> is I, I was just watching Community. And I got to the part in Community where they did the um, episode where they did a bunch of flashbacks of stuff they didn't do. <laughs> and uh, they have that great Goo 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 Dolls um, music where they're, they're looking at each other's eyes and fucking heartfelt music is playing in the background. I just saw that. I, I just think it's hilarious. Oh, the one where they're like all... Um, oh, God. That's one of my favorite fucking scenes. Yeah, it's like all slow motion. Uh, I think they're playing Sarah Barry Ellis in the background. And it's yeah. fucking... Yeah. And then it's like, there's more between uh, me and Annie than uh, uh, Aben and... Uh, and Pierce. Yeah, and Pierce. And he's like, how dare you? <laughs> so good. It's, I it's, yell, how dare you at Braden so much fucking... Is it... So many times a day. Is that the same scene or am I thinking of a different scene where it's like... They're they're going at the around the table all like giving looks to each other, and every time it gets to Abed, he's just like going crazy with his eyes. Oh, that's a different one. Okay. That's a different one. But but they do go around the table and the music starts playing, and it's just great. I just love that because it just shows you. Bring me back to you. <laughs> you can you can do so much with editing. Just make it look yeah. like yeah. someone loves each other with just music and and close up to their eyes lingering on different. Different body parts. Last side note: Is that the same one where Donald Glover stabs the back of a raft? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yell at me all you want, but I'm not, I've seen enough movies to know that stabbing the back of a raft makes it go faster. He's so good. That's such a good line. <laughs> and it's true. Ah, uh, it's so good. People, if you stab at the back of your raft, you do go faster. That's oh what my god, that's such me. a good fucking episode. Hot take here: Community's a good show. Yeah, it's not gonna be a hot take. Um, Tyga gives him the excuse that her phone wasn't charged and she was just hanging out with her mom. Basically, she was hanging out with her mom, skipping school because she didn't feel like going back and her mom was spoiling her. So why not? Uh, Ryuji (laughs) goes to yell at her and stops himself halfway through the sentence yelling, didn't you come back because you're in love with me? I think he gets to the word in and is like, Hey, he's specific. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was close. (laughs) She's like, anyway, I'm just passing through because I also forgot my keys. I need to get through the window, which she also forgot the lock. She's just passing through. That's so good. Uh, Ryuji tries to get her to stay. He's all like, hold on, I'll make omelet rice and all this other food and we can hang out. We can play with my bird. Kind of facts. Well, they haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah, but yeah, just and like Ryuji so, loves Taiga, so. It's just funny Listen, like how details. he's just like, he's scrambling, acting like the desperate loser that no one wants to hang out with. It's <laughs> like, please. See myself, a little bit of myself in him. Mm. Uh, she eventually just stays and pokes at the bird for a while. Uh, she notices tears in Ryuji's eyes, which he denies because it, he's been yawning. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she's like, oh, you're right, it is getting late. I'm going to go home. Uh, she sees the Minori box and asks about Minori uh, and tells him, don't worry, you'll, I, I'm confident you guys will work it out. Uh, Taiga then talks about her dream of getting rescued and the weird stuff she says, to which Ryuji very convincingly <laughs> tells her, like, oh, no, uh, Kitabora rescued you, and he didn't say it, and you didn't say anything the whole time, I heard, I think. That's what I heard. I heard, I think. It's definitely how it happened. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, if it was just a dream, whatever. I guess we can just pretend it never happened. Uh, she jumps through her window. <laughs> oh, well, I do love the scene with her, with the... Let's go with the broom. And she, she can't do it, so she just gives it to Ryuji. Because yeah. it's a little cute, cute scene of her doing it. Uh, she jumps through a window, face plants into something on the other side, obviously. <laughs> Her fucking disheveled look when she pops back up is awesome. Yeah, she she's just fucking over it. Uh, but that is the end of episode 22. Anything else on 22? Yeah, uh, I don't know where this conversation was at, but... it. I know it sounds cliche, and it's one of those like, oh, it's one of those easy things to get me. But whenever, whenever the loved interest says the same thing the mom does, it always gets to me. And Tiger says the same thing as the mom. I think as, it's called uh, an Oedipus is, complex. Is that what it is? <laughs> when you say one thing and then fuck your mother. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's not. Well, yeah, but <laughs> dude, I hate that shit, dude. They they did that scene, and I was like. Uh, Toradora, are we okay? Uh, I just, I just love that. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, basically, the woman you get into will sell, will sell some of the similarities, similarities that your mom did. It might be a small thing, it might be a big thing. Who knows? But it's just one of those things that always gets to me is because Tiger says, "Oh, don't worry about it," just like the mom says. Mm-hmm. Which is, I guess, is just a bad thing since you guys made it sound a lot worse <laughs> than it is. Fuck you guys for saying that, but I just love that. I just love whenever there's some characteristics that the mom shows with um, his love interest. Now, hear me out. Uh, I see why Ryuji was kind of like, I I, I don't even know what his reaction was when, I remember that scene you are talking about, but do you think that has anything to do with the fact that like Ami has portrayed them as mom, dad, and baby? And then did she tell Ryuji about that? Like, yeah, yeah, right? Because specifically called her, yeah. Yeah. So maybe he's like, that's another just. Is she? Mo- do you think that she's thinking that she's upgrading to like the mommy role in that scenario, or do you think that it's just more like mom and mom? So it's, this. Yeah. it's funny because I think I think you accidentally hit on how I genuinely feel about that. Um, in, in that, in a way, she is upgrading to the mom role, but Ryuji's not downgrading to like little boy role. It, it's more of just. No. A, it's more of just a like. When she says that and he makes a parallel to his mom, it's it, it it is kind of a role reversal. He spent the whole series like taking care of her. And now in these last four episodes, especially, like, oh shit, someone needs to take care of Ryuji once in a while. And like Taiga's there to reassure him and kind of take on that role for once. And it it just helps that uh equal footing that we'll end up talking about. Well, to me, it's one of those things. It's like um his mom says that to Ryuji. Just that's basically a whole "I love you." It's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like things are gonna get get by. Like we will figure this out. And then Taiga is basically saying to Ryuji, "Don't worry about it." She's basically saying, "I love you." Like you know what I mean? That's the way I look at it. Whenever it's always said in fucking movies and stuff like that. Whenever they make the comparison with the mom or the dad and the love interest, to me, it's always like, oh. 
this is something that your parent says to you that is to assure you. And she says that too. So of It has merit. That's the way yeah. I look at it, but I understand what you guys mean by what you're saying. The last thing I got on the episode was specifically her, uh, like when they were talking about like, what did, what did, you know, or he asked like, what did you say or whatever? She's like, you know, stupid things. I don't know if we stressed that enough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. He's like, you know what? What were you saying when you were unconscious? <laughs> or in your dreams? Stupid things. Oh, and he's like, okay. oh, they were stupid, huh? He had that. I think he initially had that reject reaction. Then he was like, no, fucking whatever. That That's actually, I don't know if I ever talked about this, but one of the things I do appreciate about the light novel is that there's a lot more instances of like Ryuji pushing back. Like Taiga will give him a bunch of shit and then he'll get pissed and give her shit back. Oh, really? Instead of just like, yeah. I, yeah, I he doesn't take it as much. Which what? is have you been reading the light novel, Anthony? Um, <laughs> no, in my head, I was like, I think I would like it. I, I didn't put the the beginning part <laughs> oh, okay. of that statement. I was like, I was gonna say that, and then you said, like, I think I would like it if he didn't, or if he if he pushed back more. Yeah, yeah you just say. said it so matter of factly. I'm like, is this guy oh, reading the light yeah. novel? Okay, no, I just I, I was most through Chris. Like, okay. <laughs> at a, at a certain point, I, though, I think he does kind of be like, no, oh, what the fuck am I gonna do? I don't win this. Sounds uh, like a good marriage. <laughs> but episode twenty three. Well, it all see it all turns into endearment though. Like they're just they're they're not. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. They give each other shit, but there's there's nothing but affection behind it. Uh, episode twenty three. Path to take. Uh, Taiga is teasing Kihara and Maya with her bandage, like, I'm going to take it off, and it's real gross. And they... That's you know, it's so good. Like, no, don't do it. Around, Run away, yeah. Threatening with her wound. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, and it's going to be... <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up, so Yuri is having a great time. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, two things. One, the teacher's going to fucking lose it about Valentine's Day. And two, of course, Valentine's Day is coming up when we're like nearing this the, the finale you know mm-hmm. uh ryuji and or sorry no i love that she's like running around assaulting the students like oh you're i can already tell you guys are going to be doing public displays of affection and exchanging chocolates <laughs> and like and fawning behind my back yeah so good uh the teacher is great uh Anthony, i don't know if you noticed with the like supposedly valentine's day is like their christmas in japan I don't believe you. Isn't Christmas like their Valentine's Day? Yeah. <laughs> they, it's, it's the other way. Yeah, they're both like Valentine's Day, really, I guess. Well, it's like it's like Christmas Eve is like a Valentine's Day too. Yeah, it's like they put more effort in Valentine's Day than they do with Christmas. Well, they're wrong. Well, like when you think about it, Valentine's is all about like getting with your loved ones, which is what Christmas is. Love is for pussies. <laughs> okay. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, I got nothing for you. <laughs> um, uh, I prefer Christmas over Valentine's Day. Wait, hold on. Let me ooh. give my capitalist rant on Valentine's real quick. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. Like, <laughs> I just wanted a reaction out of Chris on that. <laughs> I mean, when you're saying America, dude, I don't think anybody likes Valentine's Day more than Christmas. Now, I would say a Halloween. Halloween makes a good... Like, it's a good battle between those two holidays, but I don't think Valentine's Day is there. Mm-hmm. Halloween's by definition, socialist. Okay. We're I don't done. know by definition. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it is by definition. You're right. Fucking yeah, man. <laughs> We're done. We're done here. Redistribute the candy. Podcast. 
Get on with the Absolutely. Nah, I'm on board, man. Redistribution the candy. Except the rich motherfuckers never give out the good stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought they usually capital. do. I think that's like the thing, right? Isn't it like you go to the rich Yeah, you go to the rich No, that's like a thing a in cartoons. That's fake as hell, dude. I never actually give it Tinker Treating when I was young. It's one of those things that... I mean, I, I also never did the thing of like, we got to go to the rich neighborhood. I just wanted a segue, and you guys kept fucking throwing more shit on. <laughs> well, do better segues. Speaking of capitalists, we're meeting with the teacher, right, about jobs. I'm so yeah. glad we went with the subway, sub, segue. Fucking nailed it. Fucking crying out loud. I'm happy. I love segues, especially when they're bad. Um, and yeah, teacher get get it gets a good scene in again. Where yeah. she basically tells him, like, hey, I get it. You guys are like, you don't know what to do. You're fucking kids. But it, actually, you're about to not be kids anymore. Your life is, it's yours now. So <laughs> figure it out, I guess. And, of course, the perfect response from Tyga is, I don't want to do anything, plus I'm rich. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God, it's so good. Tyga's, Tyga's uh, so good. Although, the saying, uh, is Tyga rich still? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. I'm gonna have to agree. Um, I think that that agreeing that she's no longer rich makes the end of the story a little bit better. Yes, that uh, that also kind of helps. I think mm-hmm. she paper airplanes her thing out the window <laughs> with delight, uh, and then she's like, "I can't think about my future. How can I decide what I want to do in my future when I don't even know what I want to do now?" Oh, it's so good. Th- that is actually so good. That like mm, that one hurt me. <laughs> Uh, hit on a deep level. That that surmises uh, Tiger though. It's like she has so much stuff that's going on that she can't like figure out what she wants to do like two days from now. Yeah, and it's, it's just wild it's to me. Because I have the opposite problem. I plan too far ahead in the future, and I didn't seize the now moment, and I'm shifting back like uh, that. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like truly, if I was if I had a therapist, this is probably what we talk about a lot. Well, let me let, let me tell you. Good thing we have a podcast. Yeah, instead I got a podcast. <laughs> It's it's not always uh, great because you get so caught up in the now moment and not knowing what you want to do, you forget to do anything. Yeah, I mean, no, I get it. Like th- finding that perfect balance because, like, the other thing is like if you always scared like too much about tomorrow, then you lose today. It's it, it, there's like a, you have to find that perfect. I guess for everyone. Yeah, but if you don't, if you <laughs> if you don't care at all about tomorrow, then today doesn't matter. If you don't care at all about tomorrow, then today. I'll just sit and think about that one. I don't know what the fuck you guys are sprouting, but this is so much bullshit. Me and Chris are practicing for our next podcast. Fucking yeah. motivational postal bullshit. We're, bo- we're both going on Joe Rogan. Uh, please uh, <laughs> please check out our shop. This is all motivational posters that we are going to put out. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, just motivational anime quotes. Yeah. If you don't think about today, think about tomorrow. Let me see you grit those teeth. <laughs> don't believe oh, in you. God. Believe in me that believes in you. Yeah, we're definitely not going to steal any of them. Yeah. Please, please don't end yet. We're just going to change one word. <laughs> <laughs> Even though those are perfect quotes. Instead of mates, don't believe in yourself, believe in <laughs> Uh Taiga does, wants to experience normal love, where basically she's like, I want to have a normal family and be normal and find a normal guy and fall in love in the normal way. Uh, and Reed, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? There, what, what even is normal anyway? Also, it fucking hits that... Quote hits so much different. At the first, when I first heard it, I was like, "Whatever, moving on." I, I didn't hate it. I just had no opinion. And now it hits so much different from the which part? Uh, her like, I just want a normal life, normal family, normal love. Mm-hmm. And then like watching what happens to her at the very end, 
makes that quote hit so much harder. Yeah, about how basically she feels like everything is so fucked up. Nothing can be good. Which honestly, for her, it, it, I mean, she's okay, but like it's, yeah, she's been kind of fucked in terms of like a, what a, like a traditional normal, I, I don't know, healthy might be a little bit of a stretch, but I'm oh. assuming what she would consider healthy, you know, relationship. I, oh, are you talking about Ryuji? Uh, no, no, Taiga. No, I mean, well, like, both of them really. But when you say a healthy relationship, are you referring to her relationship with Ryuji? No, no, she has not yet. Like, I, she wants that, right? She wants what she thinks is a traditional, normal life. Uh huh. And because she believes that that's healthier than like what she has got going on, which probably <laughs> I think that's is. hard to dispute. <laughs> yep. I, I, I don't want to, you know, yeah, I, I, it probably is. And that's like really all she wants. And yeah, that just, yeah. You know, which that's is so much harder, I think, uh, or it's so much more shit behind it now that I've finished this season. Yeah. And is like so I guess she's kind of the only one that's like on that too. Um I guess you could say Ami's kind of on that wavelength a little bit. Like a normal love? Or or ju- just like kind of that that um longing for normalness and feeling like you you need that in order to achieve like other things in life. Cause Minori is the exact opposite basically where she you put her in Taika's shoes and she's like, well fuck it. I got this for you, guy. That's cool. Let's go. Um, but yeah. Also, when you think about it, it, it does um, surmise Tiger a little bit because that Christmas episode, it just shows you that she just wants like a normal Christmas. Yeah. And she's just, and that one time of the year, she just wants normalcy. <laughs> God damn it. I love this sex scene. Uh, so Tiger storms off after Ryuji pushes so back. Uh, Army, uh, the Army. Ami is arguing with a faculty member uh, about how she won't do something. Uh, and she storms off when Ryuji arrives. Pose he, for the calendar or yeah. pose for the catalog. He, uh, he follows her and she gets mad at him, is like, you know, kind of on her, hey, leave me alone act. Uh, she drops her shoe. Ryuji picks it up and fucking hucks it out the door. <laughs> oh no, no! Let's not let's not gloss over the scenes. He's like, "What? Do you have a foot a foot fetish? Like, can you just give me my shoe back?" And he just hawks it because, like, I'm not dealing with your shit. Like, <laughs> we're not playing this game, on. I'm just gonna chuck your shoe out. I think it's such a Ryuji move, though, as well, to like have him like. Fuck you! I'm throwing the shoe, and then the next scene is immediately him like I said I was sorry. <laughs> yeah, him looking for the shoe while she sits there. <laughs> She's like, "Well, are you like trying to get Olympic gold? Like throwing my shoe around?" Oh god, it's so funny. It's so good. I wish we had more scenes like this. I think it's great. Yeah. We have we had a little bit those little bit instances, but this one's just fantastic. He's like, "I'm not taking your fucking crap." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryuji when he actually fights back is so good. Yeah. Uh, it's it's always in like such a stupid ass way too. He's so dumb. Yep, he picks like the shit battles for no reason. Yeah, we learned that she refused to model the uniform for the next year's catalog because she had even already intended to leave like the previous semester, which we already knew. Uh, but decided to stay and says that if she could stay with everyone forever, that's what that she would. Um, she saw Tyga getting hurt and thought that she was the only one who understood and that she had to be the one to save her, which is fucking heavy coming from Ami. I thought that, wait, why? can you explain to me why that's kind of heavy? Because... Because it's kind of glossed over me a little bit. It, it, it does feel like weirdly like, oh, we're not going to talk about this? Um, but ba- basically, Ami was originally 
she so it kind of comes back when I think it's the end of the towards the end of the last episode when Ami talks about like her full feelings on like Taiga um and how she had that jealousy there about feeling like everyone is like everyone adores Taiga even though she's and she's just out here being herself even though it's like abrasive and obnoxious mm-hmm. um and Ami's like trying so hard to put put on this face and is afraid to be herself. It definitely ties into that, but I have to find my notes. No, I think I see. I I don't know if it was um, this. I, I I see what they were going. I think there's enough groundwork for me to follow it. Um, I don't think it was like because I had to ask. I don't think it was done really well. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. When she first got introduced or whatever, when the member when like the girls were there or the guy was there, she was all flirty and like I don't know what this is. And then when Ryuji went to like leave. And Taiga started saying something or whatever. She was like, what the fuck? At? Like, started getting real rude and shit. Yeah. And that's where she got her dumb chihuahua and dumb <laughs> Um, And then it seems like, uh, I I think I kind of get it behind the scenes. It was, um, or not behind the scenes, but just kind of, actually, I think they may have done an okay job at, like, her actually being okay or uh, being more, like, nice, being, like, more of herself even out of that friend group because she has those other two friends that they seem to be nice. They don't seem like they're ever like mean girls in it up, you know, like she was when she first got there. No, they're they're the Noto and Heart of of the, her group. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they kind but, uh, of are. And I, I think like kind of what we talked about earlier of how like everyone's kind of in this same like morass of shittiness. She comes in and she sees, you know, Tyga and feels like she identifies with Tyga's pain. And in her mind, she's like, oh, I can help. This. I know how to fix this girl. I get it. Like, she, she's drowning in the same way I am. But I don't think Ami, like, at the time realized that she was, that she was also having those problems until she started to be like, I can fix Tyga. And then she's like, uh-oh, wait a second. <laughs> I'm just as broken as she is. This sucks. And then do you think that that's when she started like pushing Minori and be like, or you think that's when after she realized that, she's, that's when she started pushing uh, Minori? Um, I think it was pretty much, I think she realized it like really quickly, like at the end of the stalker thing. Uh, she realized gotcha. like, oh, Tyga is like, Tyga's got some shit on me. Um, and then I think she, it gets reinforced later. Um, when she has that conversation with Ryuji where she punctuates it with like, I'm going to walk the same path as you, but I'm always going to be one step ahead. It, it, it's a thing of like, in, in a way, I think probably best exemplified with Ami in that like as the characters try to like help each other, they end up helping themselves a lot. And kind of the way, the thing that Ami says with, you know, walking the same path is that they can't, None of them can ever really move forward unless the others are also moving forward, if that makes sense. I don't know. I'm still settling on my Ami feelings. So is Minori. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yasuko is sick, so Ryuji's re- <laughs> claims he's going shopping, but clearly he's just going out in a huff because he's mad because she went and got another job and passed out. All I did on my note, I'm like, not the mom. Have you guys ever seen an American television where the mom actually like passes out from overworking? Probably. Yeah, this is like a common thing in Japan. Oh, in Japan, um, what do you call it? Shows or stuff like that. Like, Tajimi no Ippo, this happens to his mom. Um, Tokyo Ghoul happens happens in Toradora. I mean, that's three that I can think of. 
I'm, there might be some other ones that I can't think of or anything like that, but like, I can't think of an American literature show where this happened. I don't have one off the top of my head. Um, I mean, cert- sometimes it's usually like in shows where like the parents aren't paying enough attention to the teenager. Are, are in the other examples you can think of, are they single parents? Oh, uh, wait, let me see. Hajime Lupo, yeah, his mom is single. And then, yep, Tokyo Go, his mom is single. You're right. I bet it's more just like that, them just like being a single parent thing. And it just so happens that more often than not in fiction, the single parent tends to be a mother. And I guess probably in life too, but I don't fucking know. Well, that's actually a good that's true in life. Good thing that you said. I mean, I mean yeah, that, that that's actually a good me, but... fact. But like I'm trying to think of American shows where it's just a single mother. Wow. In American yeah, shows, it's usually both, right? It's usually like a mom and a dad. Gotta get the nuclear family going, baby. Yeah, wow. That's really like that like opens up my brain. I fucking hate it, Owens. Like, well, I, I think it, I think it's a cultural thing too. For one, yeah. As bad as our work culture is, like Japan's work culture is worse. That is true. And also, like, regardless of like the actual like familial values of like in real life, I think fictionally, um, there's probably more of an emphasis on familial. How, how do I word this? From my experience, familial issues in like anime and stuff from Japan tends to come from there seeming to be like missing connections within the family and like 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 we see here, like the the family not really understanding each other or uh, having that connection and and it's about like. I hate to use the word found family because it doesn't apply because it is the real family, but it al- it almost has that those same vibes um, a lot of times. Whereas I feel like when familial issues tend to be portrayed in a lot of Western or specifically U.S. things, they are family, more from like a nuclear family, and it is more like interpersonal strife within the family. And like oh, at the end of the day, we're family bullshit like that. Yeah, wow, you're right. I'm I'm seriously racking my brain to to see if there was like anything that has like a single mother or a single father like trying to make it through. There probably is plenty, and it probably does. It probably largely revolves around like younger kids, though. Would be my guess. Yeah, I just can't think of anything. Well, it's bonkers. But all I've watched is like sitcoms, and so sitcoms is always <laughs> yeah. happy. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna be racking my brain. Joyce from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, she doesn't pass out from her working. She has like a brain hemorrhage. It's one of the most amazing episodes of TV. It's fucking wild. Oh, I, I was just thinking about single people. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she is a single mom. That's a, that's a well done one. She rules. Mm-hmm. Ryuji is gonna go shopping to buy some food for Yasuko. Taiga runs after him with all of his stuff. He's like, "You forgot your coat and your keys and your money. Like, what are you doing?" And he's like, okay, first of all, you're not one to talk. She doesn't have a coat and she has two different sandals on. Which is weird when you think about it because she's at his house. So she keeps an extra pair of sandals over there. It could be Yasuka's. I'm just saying, you're making something that feet are the same size. Which is another characteristic that the mom and Taiga have similar. Uh-huh. You're so really... the feet thing might be a No, and actually, thing. I already looked this up and I was looking at feet the other day. Uh, they're not the same size. Mm. Yeah, that actually makes sense. Mm -hmm. Why would they be? There's a big height difference. Uh, He tells her to go home and it feels like it's all his fault about what's happening with Yasuko. Uh, He tries to walk off and Taiga grabs onto him and won't let go. Uh, (laughs) 
Ryuji slackens his hand from trying to pull away into just holding her hand, and they both cry. He goes to the bakery to tell the guy that Yasuko won't be able to make it, so Taigo volunteers to take her spot, which Ryuji promptly follows suit. I feel so sorry for Ryuji because he just feels like, oh, this is his fault. Yeah, also fucking, oh my god, that scene, dude. This was that that was a scene I was like, and you're talking about this scene right now? No, no, no. The the scene with Ryuji feeling like everything is his fault and like trying to walk off and Taiga holding him back. Honestly, it didn't hit me that hard. Oh. Oh my gosh. You're, it got you me good. Heart. Well, I cuz I think the real reason was cuz I wasn't associating a lot of his like everything. Oh my gosh, Toy Story has a single mom. I figured something out. Go on. I don't know how to respond after that. <laughs> I'm so happy. I finally found something. So we're at the bakery. That has a single mom. We're at the bakery oh, in Haruka, living his best life, has a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he does. And one who apparently dotes on him a little bit, too. Mm. It's not just like, uh-huh, this fucking dope-ass idiot. She's like, oh, what chocolate do you want, babe? And he wants the big one, so she buys him the big one. Noto is being a little pervert. <laughs> Oh, Tiger does say it will be okay. Again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Noto shows up afterwards like, something's not right here. <laughs> <laughs> and then no asks, he's like, hey, have you guys seen anyone else? Like, I don't know, like Ami yeah. or, <laughs> or or Nanako. And they're like, and Tiger's like, oh, so you're looking for Kihara, right? <laughs> he's like, what? No. <laughs> and Tiger just like lays it, or not lays it to him, but basically goes Ami mode on him. <laughs> What? No. Just like a real smug, like, oh yeah, you're in love with her. We all know you're a fucking idiot. You you fought, you argued with her so much that now you're in love with her. I hate it when that it's happens. It's fine. It happens. <laughs> he loses his shit and then runs off. Uh, Taiga calls Ami to come in and attract customers. Uh, <laughs> she shows up, sees Ryuji, and is like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> oh, no, I think this is a great line. Uh, I think before that, Ryuji, uh, not Ryuji, but Tiger tells Ryuji, he's like, your face is not meant for customer service, mm. which is just so fucking funny. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong at all. She's not wrong at all. Tiger starts to argue with Ami, like trying to get her to make up with Minori. Uh, customers eventually start to show up because Taiga is shoving chocolates at the Ami's hands. <laughs> and Ami does a little show for them so people come and buy chocolates. And All my maid friends have it. <laughs> or not maid friends, model. sorry, model. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. You guys know where my mind's at right now. Mm-hmm. All my model friends eat these chocolates. Uh, Ryuji goes after Ami. and She's like, wow, you like chasing people, huh? <laughs> <laughs> What wow. a burn. I did not. Oh my gosh. That's just yeah. me so hard. That one was That's really so good. good. I love Ami. Ami. Ami's the best. I don't care what you guys say. Fuck Minori. Ami's the best. Listen, they can both be great. I love Ami. Big Ami fan. And I love that for you. Uh, and then Ami again, fucking dropping the lines. Ryuji's like, <laughs> basically, I don't get what your deal is. Everybody likes you. And she's like, I don't want everyone to like me. <laughs> well, she doesn't say this to him, but she's like, yeah, whatever. You just don't get it. And then he goes back and... Well, she's like, oh, Tiger's in trouble. Like, she's getting overwhelmed. Yeah. And of course... And then she thinks, like, I don't want everyone to like me. I guess I don't get it either. <laughs> but, meh. Tyga wants to give chocolate to everyone and is a little awkward about the idea of giving it to Ryuji. He's like, I guess I'll give it to Ryuji too. Would you, Ryuji, would you want chocolate if I gave it to you? And he's like, I guess. 
I mean, I'm not going to ask for it, but if you gave me chocolate, I, I'll probably eat it, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess I'll give you chocolate then. Uh, Yasuko is going to work, and Taiga is making chocolate. Uh, she gathers everyone and hands out the chocolates. Oh, uh, you did forget to say, uh, Ryuji does tell the mom that she got fired. Oh, yeah. She gives everyone their chocolates, and it's like, Kitabora, you get the best ones because you carried me up the cliff. I, I love um I love the scene with um Minori and Taiga though because they're like such good friends. Mm-hmm. Because when she hands those chocolate, I think they don't like do a handshake, but they like bump arms against each other, and yeah. I just think that's hilarious. I I still just want to see these. I one episode with these two characters. I just I just want one. Well, just I have, have bad news. <laughs> the show's over. Yeah, I know. Um, when she says Kitamura carried her up the cliff, <laughs> Minori and Ryuji share the longest, shocked, eyes locked stare. Oh, it's I so mean, good. It, is this when Minori's like angry and she like oh, pulls out yeah. her angry face at him? Oh and it's my so god, good. It's so good. It looks like, oh, you're dropping dead, fucko. Like, I'm killing you now. Yeah, she gets right up in his face and just like screams at him that he's a liar. Yep. And oh, dude, the animation in this entire scene is so fucking good, but especially like on Minori's faces. Yep. And she just starts to like scream at both of them and call them out and just like say everything that happened. Like, yeah, no, it was Ryuji. You're in love with them. What the fuck are you doing? I was just, I was screaming, finally. <laughs> Someone finally Someone pulled out said the mask. It. Minori mm-hmm. finally took her mask off. I did not off. think it would be Fucking Minori. Finally. Oh, dude, it was Minoy all the way. It was no- Ami was not going to say it. Um, fucking, what's his name? Yusuke? Not Yusuke. Yusaku? Kitamura or Yusaku, yeah. Yeah, was not going to say it. Yeah, Kitamura and Ami block the doors as Taiga tries to run. Uh, and Minori is just like laying into her and kind of eventually turns it back on herself and being like, how how her whole thing about how she is gonna decide her own happiness. Um, Taiga basically is trying her best to run away and stick her fingers in her ears. Eventually, Kitamura and let an Ami are like, "Yeah, we can't do anything else here," and they let Taiga out. Uh, Min- Jesus Christ, uh, Minori is gonna go after her and is like, "All right, Ryuji, I'm going after. Her. What are you gonna do?" Oh, okay. This is where the episode ends. Jesus. Yeah. I was like, I, I thought I skipped a bunch of lines. No. I was like, I was so into the seat, I skipped a bunch of lines. No, this is exactly, yeah, this is where the episode ends. Yeah. Oh, or no, sorry. I, I misspoke there. Minori isn't like yelling, like th- this isn't where she has her thing about she's going to decide her own happiness. She's telling Taiga like, no one's going to fucking do this for you. Like, it's here. Yeah. It's all on the table. You you have whatever you want. You just need to make a goddamn decision. And of course, when you force a cat to do something, they always run away. <laughs> yeah. Anything else on 23 before we jump straight into 24? Specifically, I know the episode ends on, he says, I will, and then it cuts off. When everything hits the deep end. I was gonna, I'm just going to say, I fucking knew it. Once I watched that opening and saw Minori jump down those stairs with the intense run, I'm like, oh, this shit's going to pop off. It's t- it's time. <laughs> Uh, episode 24, Confession. Ryuji is like, I will go after her too. 
They both start running to Taiga. They take opposite directions. Minori trips, mm. hits her face. They get at 2C. She's already gone. They are going to run to the entrance. Minori is yelling from the she's top of the goddamn building. It, bro. She's just screaming after Taiga that she's also in love with Ryuji, but Taiga needed him. But she was she has all this stuff about choosing her own happiness, but she was just being a hypocrite because she was trying to give Taiga tell Taiga what she needed, or she was trying to decide for Taiga what she needed uh, instead of just going after what she wanted. Yeah, it's it's a fucking lot, Minori. God damn. And she hears it all. Yep. And she doesn't even collect her stuff. She just she's like, I need to get out of here before they get here. because uh, Taiga is gone when they arrive. <laughs> And Minori falls to the floor <laughs> with a bloody nose. <laughs> and she's like, I tripped. I tripped. <laughs> so good. Oh my God, dude. Uh, they go to the nurse's office. Is this the one with the really long, like, not even the credits has, not even like the opening happened? Yeah, I, dude, I paused when the credits started. It happened like nine or 10 minutes in. Jeez. Yeah, it was like ridiculous. I was just like, I'm like and we just now in the credits. It just shows you how good the show it is. Whenever they they, they they'll just keep going from the previous episode and yeah, this is not a one, one where they said previously like on Ty, oh Tiger's gonna return was make that. There's one end credit was like uh, Toro is gonna is gonna return. It might be the end of this. That's, episode. that's the end of this one where it ends with to be continued. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yep. Probably because it was 24 and the last one's 25. They want to be like, we're not done, guys. I know that seemed like it maybe ended there, but we're not done. Yeah. Minori talks about her brother and how he he's playing baseball at like a fairly prestigious level, and it, she's better than him. But she <laughs> couldn't continue to play baseball because she's a girl, so she took up softball. So she's gonna take she's gonna play softball at an international level, and she decided that and w- or why she works so hard and why she does the things that she does is because she decided that no matter what, she's going to do the best that she can. Fuck the obstacles. She's going to take them and she's going to run with them. And specifically, she's using it to pay for college. Yeah, she's using yeah. it to pay, go to a high college. Which truly didn't really see that coming that much. Which is the big giant secret. I, I think you're placing too much emphasis on it being a secret. <laughs> really? Because they didn't tell us anything why she's doing all her these whole, fucking jobs. Her secret is why is that she's secretly as fucked up and selfish as every other character in this show. <laughs> she just hides it behind smiles instead of anger. Such a terrible place to hide it. Use anger. <laughs> I mean, it, there, there's, a, there's a little bit of a genuineness to it, though. Because, it, like, I mean, it, it's tough because... No, she, it's one of those things, like, if she tells this to anybody, they understand... Oh, she wants to get to a good college. She's willing to work for it. People That's not understand the thing, that. though. Yeah, but it's like, it's the fact that he's just like, dude, um, I don't know. I, her her going to college isn't the thing. It's it's all the reasoning and the emotion behind what she's doing. Yeah. Because she does, first of all, she doesn't want to play softball. She wants to play baseball, but she yep. can't. <laughs> yeah. So so that that's like the heart of it. She feels... And, I, you know, again, I think this is something you can extrapolate out and is better if Minori is played as a more generally confused character. She is limited in life for whatever reasons. Uh, and she faces obstacles and can't get what she wants. But to her, but instead of trying, instead of 
being held back by those things, she tries to play them as an advantage. She tries to play them as a good thing. It, you can apply the same to like Ryuji, where once she decides that when she decides that she can't have both Taiga and Ryuji, that they should be together. And that's that that's the best thing for for her life. And she feel and how do I say this? In a way, her her self-sacrifice of giving up Ryuji for Taiga is a completely selfish move and not necessarily about doing what she thinks is gonna make them the happiest. It's more about her spinning a bad situation into something that she can pretend is positive, if that makes sense. It makes no goddamn sense. I don't know what you're saying. And you can explain it all you want, but like, <laughs> it makes no goddamn sense, dude. I mean, if you want to keep spinning it, you can keep spinning it. But like, I understand her motivations. She wants to, she wants to be really good at, at baseball, but she can't. So she's choosing softball. Oh my god! <laughs> You're so goddamn surface level. <laughs> okay, I am. What do you want from me? I want you to dig deeper. I mean, I've dug deep in this fucking anime. I can't dig. Ding- I cannot dig deep in all the fucking areas. Okay, let, let's pull it back even further to her conversation about ghosts and UFOs and whatever. If we're gonna break down Minori, I feel like it's. I mean, we. I guess we can do it at the end. We can do Minori and Ami in tandem, but. You can ex- if you pull it back to the the thing of her her conversation about like ghosts and UFOs and shit. Like we are presented with the way we're presented with Minori, it's it's kind of I think easy to get lost in not realizing that oh this character was lying the entire series, and not just like on in the way that like oh maybe she was into Ryuji already or. Whatever, but like, I I think it's to the point where you even have to question how much that's even true, as we'll get a little later too. Because she, I think once you fully understand her character, you can kind of apply a new context to the ghost thing in that she also wants love. She wants to fall in love with somebody like she... And you can even pull that out to like the culture fest when she's like, when she's kind of having that conversation with Ryuji and she's like, I may, maybe I'm a lesbian. Like she, she is looking for her ghost. She's like trying so hard in her own mind to like find that. But she feel for, but for whatever reason, she feels like she hasn't and she feels like she can't. So maybe because kind of similar to Ami because Ryuji is there because he's the one that's like made himself available that that's why she ends up falling for Ryuji at all whether she actually gives a shit about him or not or if he just happens to be like the the convenient answer to one of her dilemmas I think you'd be a little careful with the ghost I believe it was very much like a just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not real I don't know how far she meant to take that ghost shit, but... Well, she brings it up like four times. <laughs> well, that's because I think that... Well, every time she brought it up, it, it fit that category of like... Yeah, I, I just have a scrunched up face because you, to me, you're just making ants out of molehills or something, whatever that term is called. I think you're just trying to connect the dots even though there's no dots still. Chris, I think you're dumb. 
<laughs> God, you guys are the worst. <laughs> no, I mean legitly. I just, I just don't follow you on no, this. I, this I, I, like the, I, I don't know if it's true. I have no, I have nothing behind it, like one way or another. I just, I, I don't know if the ghost I mean, thing stretches that far. I thought it was just literally like I haven't seen love, and I haven't seen ghost. But to me, they're the same thing. They could be there. I haven't seen them until then. I'll look for it. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, you can talk me into anything, Owens. This is the one time you can't, you couldn't talk to me into it. I don't believe that because you have Mob Psycho in your top three still. Yeah, also, Mob I feel like you have to this podcast. <laughs> You're extremely stubborn. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, so do, do you guys have like any read on the character then? On Minori? I don't know. It, it, it's fine to disagree, but come on, give something. Like, play the game a little. Um, I, uh, Hers is just, like, it went from the tragic, like, okay, what are we doing? Or not, what are we doing? Just tragic to, like, not not, not happy, but not bad um, was my overall impression of, like, her thing. is because she found out what she wants, and the core of that is kind of what's going to make her happy. And she's riding along with, like, um, my favorite thing in the world is baseball, softball. I'm going to pursue that, and then... That's like the core. And then to do that, I have these other things I'm going to do. And then one of them was possibly, you know, Ryuji. But now my best friend likes him. So I'm standing back, even though, holy shit, wait, maybe I do actually have feelings for him. And then I'll be calling her out on her bullshit every single time to just destroy her mental health. <laughs> it was phenomenal. And I think getting it off her chest in this scene just screaming through the hallways. I mean, I, I, I don't know about the ghost. Like, I, that's something I just push back on is I don't know how far she perceives the ghost metaphor. I already explained that. Yeah, I just thought it was just, you know, she hasn't seen it yet. So that's kind of just how far I went with that one. I, I mean, I think I liked her character overall. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really. I think you actually did hit on something that um, is to me, kind of a big part of her character and why her ending is not, like, super shitty. <laughs> in Like, it doesn't fully work because of, you know, what happens in the last, uh, either the end of this episode or sometime in the next episode. Um, but ultimately, I think her thing is that what Taiga says, or, or, or the feeling that Taiga has in the culture festival is actually like true for Minori in that she'll be okay alone. And like as as much as it sucks for maybe in the moment for her to like give up Ryuji to Taiga if, you know, those feelings are real or whatever, then yeah, that, that for Minori from her perspective that does suck in the moment and maybe she'll cry about it, but It'll be fine. She'll be fine. She, her whole thing is, you know, she's the one who gets to decide her own happiness. So as long as she has herself, then she's going to be happy. She doesn't need other people to, to, to find a joy in life for her, I guess. And specifically that happens, I think, around these couple episodes. I don't think she had that same philosophy yeah. going through the, like all the other 20 episodes. No, not at all. And that's what I think made her like it's not a it's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just we got we got she got her her whole thing got resolved. Yeah. And that's 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 fun. Yeah, that's good. I I think kind of on that too, like her she 
it kind of existed in an inverse, but equally as like codependent way, where characters like Taiga, to an extent Ami, I guess, or like they they needed other people to help them be happy. Minori kind of found that dependency on other people and that she needed to make other people happy in order for her to like feel good. Maybe. Where other characters like throw out everything for their own for their own gain. She sacrifices herself for other people. I don't know about that one. I mean, literally, that's what she does. I mean, for, with Ryuji, <laughs> but that's like, I yeah. mean, I know that's a big plot point, but like, it's the only thing I can think of. I mean, she's, she's, her whole character is putting on that like cheery disposition and always trying to like make people have fun, have a good time. She always tries to diffuse any tension. Like, she, she just is like constantly running around trying to amuse people and entertain people and make people feel good. Um, Maybe, yeah. And I guess kind of something else, it doesn't tie into that specifically, but you can tie it back in in general is um, the, for one, there's there's the scene when she breaks uh, the tree and is like completely losing her shit mm-hmm. over trying to repair the uh, Tiger Street Topper. Uh, but also, there's the quick like offhand reference to uh, the previous year when I don't, I truly don't remember if it goes into as much detail in the show or if it's specifically a light novel thing, but when Taiga's dad, or Minori tells Ryuji that last time Taiga's dad shows up, she kind of did the same thing that Ryuji did of like, hey, yeah, it's great. Like, you're going to have a good time with your dad. And like, It was loosely established in the the TV show. Okay. But yeah, she was very supportive of that relationship and then it exploded. Um, And, you know, they, they make the reference to she then hasn't like been to Tyga's house for a year basically and seems to have like pulled away from Tyga because of that because she feels responsible for it and is again and is again kind of like deciding like this is in her mind this is what Tyga needs like she's better off if I kind of pull away and take responsibility for this instead of just like being you. there and continue continuing to be her friend um also, I, I think I'm, th- this is kind of unconnected. Sorry, but well, it, it is like tangentially. Uh, there, I don't think this is in the show at all. Mm. But in the light novel, she specifically like during this thing tells Ruji like, "Yeah, sorry, I kind of didn't tell you that because I was jealous that Taiga was like going to like you. You were basically replacing me, so I didn't tell you any of this. Sorry, that makes sense." No, she does say that in the show. Oh, she does? Okay. Yep. Anyway, got Minori out of the way. I feel like the only other one we really are going to need to talk about is Ami. And everyone else is pretty cut and dry, I feel, for for us. Uh, She apologizes for the hairpin. She thought it was a gift from Taiga, so sorry for wearing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, But, and she decided early on that she couldn't accept gifts from him. And then is like, and... By the way, you love Tiger, yeah. And he's like, yeah. Uh, and then Minori mm. is like, go get him, Ty- go. Well, not Tiger, I guess that's a weird <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> go get him, Dragon. Like, go get him, Dragon, and cheers him out of the room. Going, Takasu, yeah, yeah. Takasu, hey, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryuji is at the bakery when well, Tiger shows up. She starts crying again. Oh yeah, uh, Ryuji's at the bakery when Tiger shows up. He's like, I knew you would still come to work. <laughs> Well, yeah, he says, like, I know whenever you have responsibilities, you actually try to get to it. 
Yeah. I think is nice. Do you think that that was because of him? Throughout this whole series? Probably no. a little bit. I think I, I don't think it's a primary thing, but I think it influenced her. Yeah. I, the thing is, I don't know what responsibility Tyga had before him. There's none. Yeah, honestly, probably fucking yeah, zero. So, <laughs> so, like, what responsibility, like, did she have to go after if she didn't have any? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Tyga tells him, like, hey, I have something to tell you after work, so don't let me run away. If I run, uh, you have to catch me. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good line. That's really good. Fucking like Tyga 101. <laughs> Well, she she knows that there might be a chance that she just starts running. Sorry, you don't have to try too hard. She'll just trip eventually. Because <laughs> she is a klutz. Um, we cut to after work. They're walking home, kind of sharing a moment, and then both moms show up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and fight with their respective children. <laughs> In a fist fight. No holds bars. And then the moms start fighting each other. No holds bars for fucking mm. Ryuji. Fucking crying out loud. Yeah, man yeah, took off his gloves. Mm. No, dude, no. So this is the one time I'm just like, I understand. It's one of those things. I understand that Ryuji is a teenager and he does not understand everything that's going on. But goddamn, he he tore his mom apart. And to me, for no reason. For no reason? But it was just... Uh, oh, his, man. To me, his mom is trying... I felt this one. No, his mom, his mom tried tried her hardest, like... But it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things. We usually just making assumptions the entire time. Like he he doesn't talk to his mother about any of this. He's like, no, it's like I was a mistake. Like I shouldn't have been here. Like I fucked up your life, mom. Like I'm the reason why you don't have a good life. And it's like, and I'm thinking in the back of your mind, I'm like, Ryuji, like the mom loves you so much that she's willing to do all this for you, but you don't look at it like that. You look that you you're such a nuisance to your mother. And to me, that's just really sad. Yeah, it's fucking. That he it's, yeah, it's real sad. Like that. Uh, but you know, yeah. where, but you understand at least where it's coming from at this at the, right now. What do you mean? Well, like because he had a lot of. Um, I, I I kind of saw that tension. It wasn't very like on the surface. I don't think. Um, but like there was, I I felt that there was always a little bit of like, okay, mom's doing this again. Oh, she's late again. Nah, she's asleep again. Where is she? I gotta cook again. No, I gotta do this and I gotta do that. But he never specifically addresses that, like you said. Like he, it's a very kind of unhealthy kind of just, just letting all that shit linger. And then in this extremely emotional scene, where like not only does the mom come back, everyone's starting to yell. He was about to have like an emotional fucking moment with Tyga, which he still does. But like he has all that fucking built up or whatever. And then mom comes and not only ruins that, but like he finally gets his for what we see his first moment to like say all that stuff. And it just happens to be in public in a very unhealthy manner. I completely understand where he's coming from. It was still very shitty. It was still very sad. But, oh, my God, I love this scene so much. And kind of on top of that, like, one of the big points of strife between them at the moment is, like, he just wants to help. He wants to do something that he feels is helping, and she keeps telling him no. Like, he's not allowed to. That is true. That's actually a good yeah, point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Because he keeps saying, like, no, you go to a university. Like, I don't need help over here. Uh, but they run off. Taiga and uh, Ryuji run off. Uh, Taiga reveals that her dad's business failed and he fled the country. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually so good. Uh, the, that whole thing when Ryuji is just going off his mom, literally my nose, like, Ryuji, no. 
I was like, don't do this to don't do this to your mom. She's trying to so go I was fast. Like, don't do this to your mom. Don't do this to me. Don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Decide on your cow. <laughs> uh her mom has a new family too, and the dad's tall, so the kid'll be tall, so Tiger won't fit in. Hmm. This is actually sad from Tiger's point of view. <laughs> like she just knows she, she won't fit in. It's like, oh, she thinks she she knows that they won't fit in. Which it might be true, might not be true, but it's like I just make it really awkward for my family, so I don't want to bring that awkwardness. And then Ryuji's like, the- "Oh, so you're not gonna fit in then? Well, I haven't fit in my whole life." <laughs> yeah, which I mean, I feel like kind of the whole point, obviously, is that it's all self-imposed uh, for him, right? Well, probably, for yeah. both of them, well, not for Ryuji. Ryuji's face just looks like that. Yeah, once- but it, they make a point of being like, "Yeah, but once you get to know him, he's a mm-hmm. good guy." People are scared for a little bit, and then you get to know him, and it's great. Yeah. So he does. I don't understand how this is his fault. <laughs> it's not like Ryuji can smile. We we realize when he's smiling, it's not good looking either. Well, yeah. So you gotta have people true. smile for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ryuji blames himself for Yasuko's life again. And uh, is this even the scene where he's like, "Yo, she's still young. She could fucking go back to school if she didn't have to worry about me." Yeah. Fuck, I thought I think that was, was at the house. I think house. I think that I don't know. I, I either way, like his whole thing is like, yeah, if I didn't exist, like her life would be so much easier. Uh Tyga flips out on him. It's like, don't say shit like that, first of all. Like, dude, if you I'm here because you're here, like you basically saved my life. Well, you, you forget it though. Ryuji like walks towards the edge of the bridge. No, he's just chilling, dude. No, no, no. He walks to the he walks to the edge of the bridge. Like he's not going to jump. We under but he's just talking so. about it. Yeah. But Tiger takes it the wrong way. Yeah. She thinks he's gonna jump, so she goes and grabs him because she does not think. <laughs> she thinks that he's and gonna kill him. So mad but that he's gonna fucking jump. Know so mad not. that she pushes yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's so the stupid. Best thing. I love this so much because it breaks the tension yeah. completely. And I'm just like, and this is where they finally like, they're finally getting out of their fucking heads. That like, you know what I mean? Although they're not getting out of their heads. It's like a, is it bereavement? Bu- I don't think it's a bereavement. No, it's not bereavement. But it's like when there's a pause, and they're like, finally getting out of their own heads yeah. about what's happening. Um, right before he gets pushed off the bridge, though, Taiga also does say to him, like, he didn't, or she didn't care uh, who he was with or who he loved as long as she got to be by his side. She was happy. Um, Then pushes him off the bridge. Ryuji is like, you know, I turn 18 in two months. What if we just run away for a while and then we can get married? Uh, Taiga jumps off the bridge. Oh, he's, and then he's about to say, I love you, but Taiga jumps off the bridge and is like, wait, hold on. You're stealing my thunder. You can't do that. Yeah, you didn't let me talk. I, you didn't let me do my it's thing. Like the same time. They argue about it. Reedy's like, but the man usually says it for They argue for a bit. So who gets to say it first? They decide to say it together. Uh, they get partway through. And then Kitamura, my man with the timing, calls Ryuji. They go meet up at Ami's place. Uh, as they enter, Ami forces him to say that he loves Taiga. Looks real sad for a second and then reverts to a normal self. Uh, Minori shows up and <laughs> fucking <laughs> while they're talking about the everything that's going on in the plane the whole time, Taiga and Minori are just having a great time in the background. I, I think, uh, to me, like the whole the thing about them getting married is like 
I was like, I'm just like, this jump from one to 100 so fast. Like, how is this a good idea? Oh, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, I love how Taiga in the end is like, yeah, I kind of wish that this didn't happen. Like, I was hoping that we wasn't going, we was going to go through with this. And I was just like, yes, I was hoping that too. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping for someone to uh, snap them out of it. <laughs> yeah, their plan is that they're going to elope. Taiga talks about how everything she ever wanted in life fell apart, so she wanted nothing, and now she wants to break that curse. Uh, Minori is like, y'all are fucking dumb, and this is bullshit, but I love you, take my money. Ami gives them the keys to her beach house. Oh, Do they carry passports on them? Is that like a thing? I guess. Or is that supposed to mean like ID or something? Is I don't like know. They're like their ID, and they call it passports in, in Japan. But that like... Every time it looks like it says passport, and I'm just like, why are they carrying their passports? I have no idea. Uh, Kitamura gives them rice vouchers. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> really coming Naomi in clutch. gives them the beach house, or lets them borrow the beach house. Uh, everyone's on their way out. Minori's like, I'm going to hang back. I need to chat with Ami. Everyone leaves, and Minori <laughs> breaks down. Yeah. I, I, love, uh, I love Ami's like, what are you doing here? You just wanted me to watch you cry. It's yeah. so good. And then she's like, "Are you? oh, I get it. You're sad because you lost Taiga to Ryuji. Or, and then she's she's going to say, or is it because, you know, the other way around, mm-hmm. it gets cut off. <laughs> she talks about her thing of like, when you trip in the hall, your nose bleeds. <laughs> your, you heart in life, your heart cries. <laughs> so dumb. Or, or that, so crying dumb. is your, your heart having yeah, a nose bleed, which I think she said Something, before. Yeah, I think so. And Ami is like, we're way too young for this shit, Minori. Yeah. We got she's like, forever. She's like, we, you got 10, 20, 60 euros for us. I love that conceptually. Like like, we are way too young for this. What do you, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. They, they are my favorite relationship. I think I said this at the top, but absolutely. <laughs> they're my favorite relationship in the show. Pl- again, platonically or otherwise. I fucking love them together despite the fact that they spend most of the show, like, butting heads. It's... Uh, wouldn't say butting heads, but... <laughs> Fine, literally fighting. Oh, to me, it only happened in the last four, so... Considering there was, what, 25 episodes? and <laughs> I mean, they fought on the mountain. Out of eight, so let's see. Maybe that was two episodes, maybe another two episodes when they butted heads, so... Four episodes? Four out of 25? Yeah. The whole season, you're right. As long as we all agree. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I also think it's interesting that, like, even with how close we're shown Taiga and Minori to be, we really only get scenes of, like, the vulnerability and the, like, please understand me with Ryuji and Ami. Like, there's, for whatever reason, Minori really wants that, like, to connect with Ami. Like, she's trying so fucking hard. Yeah. I mean, there's that thing what happens is, like, I believe that you're a good person. Oh, she doesn't say that to Ami. She says, says that to somebody else, right? It's like, I believe you're a good person or something uh, like I think that, that oh, might think be to Ami. Ryuji. I think Cole and Ryuji was talking. No? Oh, well, forget um, about it. It's probably because she got that sick picture of Ami's underboot <laughs> from the Culture Festival. No, I, I, I mean, I think we already answered it, right? It's just because of how many or how much... How many times Ami was like, I know what's going on. 
And then so she's just like, I can, I can yeah. trust you because you know everything, you know. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's an easy one. Um. Also, yeah, that 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 we're the Ami being basically we're too young to get all philosophical is what maybe one of my favorite lines of the series. Uh, they're Taiga and Ryuji are getting ready to leave. Uh, Ryuji goes into his house to pack up, and Yasuko is gone. She has ran away and left him a note and the watch saying, "Show them this, and your grandparents will take you in." Uh, Haruta is showing off his chocolates at school. And for the second day, yeah, <laughs> like, how long are you gonna do this, dude? Yeah, uh, and he's like, I know I got him, I didn't get them at school, right, Taiga? And that's when they notice they're gone. Everyone is just like hanging out, and Ami's or not Ami, Minori's running laps while Ami watches, and is like, You're fine with not seeing them off, whatever. <laughs> to which Minori throws a snowball at Ami. And goads her into a snowball fight on the train. Ami uh, threatens that she's gonna put yeah, a walking snowball. snowball. Mm. <laughs> this is see, this is the episode I want. I want the episode. I want an OVA of just these two hanging out. Uh, Taiga, since they're going to elope and be adults, brought her big boy snacks like her candy cigarettes. <laughs> I was like, I th- for so thought there was a like a comma between the candy and cigarettes. But then I read it again, it was candy cigarettes. Yeah. I'm like, of course it's candy cigarettes. Uh, they both kind of wonder like how Yasuko's doing, what's going on with her. And then they show up at Ryuji's grandparents, and that that is where that episode ends. Anything else on 24? No. All right, let's blast 25. Uh, I think we probably already talked about a lot that's going on here, but episode 25, Toradora. Uh, Yasuko shows up and gets ambushed by her parents. Um, and they say they they say she did a wonderful job raising Ryuji. Mm-hmm. I'm not crying. You're fucking crying. <laughs> uh, Fuck. Ryuji has his whole thing about how it's been over 10 years, but they've reverted to family again already. Uh, Taiga comments how she's just like a little girl and they slap her hand away from the snacks. <laughs> it's so good to see yeah. uh, Yasuko as a kid again. Although she like she always had the thing of a kid, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She always feels like a big kid. But to see it with like actual with parental figures, yeah. Yeah. Uh she comes out and talks to Ryuji, how his dad ran off when she was pregnant with another woman. Like I said, um, dad ran off so bad. Yeah. God, it's just so awful. And it's like and talks about how like everybody wanted her to dump the baby, like mm-hmm. yeah, and she just wanted to love and protect it already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> she was she was so scared of him yep. leaving, and that's why she ran away first. Yep. Although when you it was ten years, so it would have been when Ryuji was seven. So I'm wondering what was the conversation about the made. It's probably made, just um, um, I think they said over ten years, but. Oh, as, did he say over? It was also okay. so. probably just yeah, a straw that broke the camel's back kind of probably situation. Yeah. No, I, I was just wondering like what happened just because like there must have been another fight or something like that because there's no way that she's like after the the kid was born that she was by herself. You know what I'm saying? There's I'm, no yeah. way, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they were like trying to still convince her to like give him up or something. Okay. I mean, I we don't know. Yeah. Although it's it's just really good. 
the fact that he told us, the fact that she had the baby when she was young, it just brought this thing, like, way together. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot better than what they did with the anime. I like the fact that you did tell us that she, she had him when she was, what, like, 15, 16? Yeah. Which, you know, the anime does hint at, but it's, like, one line. Yeah. Meanwhile, Taiga has Ryuji come look out the window at the stars and is like, I knew this would never work, but we had to do something. Yeah. Um, they both decide together that it's better if they have everyone's permission, uh, including Taiga's parents. And Taiga's like, let's give it a test run, pulls her pulls a blanket over herself and is like, look, it's a veil. <laughs> so adorable. This scene is so good. <laughs> Ryuji tries pathetically to give vows and Taiga gives him a bunch of shit. Well, she's like, we stand together like as equals. Yep, no she gives him the tiger and dragon speech. So good. And then she is like, your eyes are weird, your lips are dry and chapped. Probably hurts for me to kiss you. It'll hurt a lot. It'll be rough and barren. <laughs> or no, they, they do a tiny kiss and she was like, and he's like, how is that? She's like, just like I thought it was yeah. rough and barren, but blazing hot. Oh no, so we forgot to talk about this, but it was so good. Was um, so Taiga and Riju all like spend the night together, and the mom like literally puts the two beds right next to each other. And Riju literally says the line is like, huh, maybe that's yeah. why I got pregnant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh, that's that's so messed up. Like, the mom is such a she just has love in her heart, which is why this might have happened. <laughs> <laughs> also, there was that scene when um, what's called the mom gives the candy to um, Yusuke or Yasuko, whatever. Yeah. I can, the mom and, and the dad's like, "You're spoiling her." <laughs> <laughs> it, there's so many great scenes with the yeah. Yusuke. Oh, you go on with that. Uh, yeah, they kiss a bunch again. Yep, Taiga again. keeps going again. <laughs> uh, the next day, they leave with Yasuko, uh, Taiga decides on her own to go see her mom. Um, oh, no, no, sorry. That doesn't happen yet. Tiger goes to see her mom. Her mom is not there. She has a bunch of messages, uh, and she's, like, skipping through them. Kind of pauses on one that sounds a little sincere. Uh, the last one is very harsh, and Tiger just laughs it off and says she's so childish. Uh, she goes out and sees one tiny little star in the night sky and takes a picture of it. She has this monologue about how she believed no one would ever love her, so she was just running away from her problems and blamed herself. Uh, she needs to change and accept herself in order to give Ryuji her love, uh, which is revealed to be a note she left behind for Ryuji as she goes off to find her mom. Uh, we learn that Taiga is leaving the school. Uh, Yuri tries to give everyone an encouraging speech about how like, this is... People have to make choices in life, and this is the uh, choice that she made, so we should all be supportive of her. There's a brief pause, and then everyone immediately starts texting her. <laughs> what, are you, what are you calling? Did you text? What are y'all doing? Uh, Ryuji walks off. Minori chases after him and slaps him super she hard. She actually also says, prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's so like, good. Huh? Pop! <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Demands an explanation. Uh, and Ryuji's like, I don't get it either, but she trusts me, and I just have to accept that she knows what she's doing for now. Uh, he goes over to Taiga's apartment, which is clean for once, 
and sees some stuff she left behind. Uh, she He finds her student book and sees the picture of Kitamura from the festival and underneath it, just a silly picture of the two of them. I'd like to ask a question. Yes. Do you guys remember how you felt right now? Or nope. right when you were watching this and this part right here happened? Uh, I, I I think I was... I, look, I was running a game. I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought it was funny because the way he got into it was... um. She was missing one sock, and he was looking for the other sock. Mm. And I was just laughing about that. No, no, no. I, not, I don't give a fuck about the sock. <laughs> I'm talking about her running away. Oh, that's what you're talking about. about okay. That was pretty fucked up. But I get it, I guess. I, I, I think it works. I think okay. it completely works. Like 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 Ryuji said, like, uh, I, I do hate the fact that these two didn't... I mean, they end up together. Yeah. We can all agree with that. But, like, they didn't end together. Like... The fact that this episode didn't have so much Taiga was, like, sad. Yeah. Um, it, it was a relationship that was so good. But I agree with, with Ryuji. He's like, yeah, I mean, I believe in Ho and she believes in me. Like, we can get through this. And it's kind of what we talked about earlier where Taiga has to learn to stand on equal footing with Ryuji. So that's... Well, do we want to talk about that now or do you want to finish? I just wanted to check in real quick and then we can talk about why and stuff after. Sure, okay. Did, did you have a specific reason for asking that question? No, I, well, I, I think if if for whatever reason like I had ended without watching the very end credits or whatever from some weird, you know, world. <laughs> if you hadn't finished the show. <laughs> well, because, you know, the, the credits rolled and I was like, oh, okay, and I was like, oh, there's more, you know. And then if I probably yeah. had not seen that or whatever or wasn't paying attention and then... uh we had started. You mean we watched the whole anime? Yeah, basically. Um, excluded the last fucking 15 seconds. Yeah. It's a possibility. Okay. <laughs> it's been done it's before. Like two it's not minutes, possibility, uh, two dude. to three minutes, but. <laughs> but like that, plus like if, like when I first, even when we ended, I was kind of like, man, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think I was right there with you, but again, I kind of think I yeah. processed it more and I'm more on board now. I, I just want to see them get married. <laughs> That's all. I don't Sounds fucking, looking at that OVA, like, hold on a second. Yeah, 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 no, no, fuck that. Like, I just want to see them get made. Hell no. Fucking- My head cannon is five years later. They've broken up. They're still good friends. That's possible. <laughs> but they, they realize, like, nah, we figured our shit out now. We could do other stuff. Yeah, and we usually finally gets with Ami. Hell no. We live happily. <laughs> Ami and Minori have gotten together and started a business. No, why? Why dude, would Ami start business with Minori? I don't think Minori's Fucking staying. I think she's traveling softball, bro. No, no one's no one's staying. Yeah. And what else can travel? Models. No, I think she uh, decided to get into coding. Fuck no. Okay, okay. Um, I actually want to discuss this. So, if you guys had to do a sequel to this, like one episode or a movie, what would the story be? Oh Jesus! But yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking High School Reunion. <laughs> Because like Ryuji's we see fat and unemployed. No, I mean I think we Yuji and Taiga actually stay together. <laughs> um, truly, I think they do a uh, they travel to they do like a. Um, Although it'd be fun if they do like a trip to America. Yeah, to that's right. Visit, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I was working on that. I was working on the reason, yeah, but like you. essentially, like this, someone has a reason to go. To America and then Kitamura and then the uh, oh M- Minori high gets like a, stuff like that. Minori uh, gets into like the softball league in America, even though I don't know how big. I, it's probably bigger in Japan, the right? Olympics. Softball league. She's on the Olympic oh, team. Olympics. 
Oh my, that might be cool. They go, they they go, go over and, and visit Kitamura and Kano, and Kitamura's not home, and it's really awkward. Because <laughs> 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 Kano is just take there. There's like plenty of there's a, like a couch and a love seat and a bunch of chairs. Kano gets the couch to herself. Oh, yeah, she's too intimidated. And she opens up the door in her spacesuit. Because she's just got off of Oh, yeah. No, she wouldn't be there. She'd be too busy in Florida doing astronaut training. God, can we not... But can, can you not be Florida? Maybe Texas? Can we, like, say Texas is better? I don't, I don't want to be in Florida. I don't want them to re- reunite in Florida. Yeah, no one wants to go to Florida. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, all, all Florida listeners. Although I'm, I'm not sure there's none of you guys. They know. Oh, yeah. Which is, I mean, just, just so we're all clear, that's a great callback because that means, you know... That that was the picture she had before with the weird like still feel guilty scene and why like Ami snatched that away because people were about to see the Ryuji picture underneath the Kitamura picture. Oh, yeah. So she was <laughs> she was on the Ryuji train, at least by that point. <laughs> Taiga sends Ryuji a text saying, You never said you love me, and then sends him another one saying klutz. So good. Which is very cute. <laughs> yep. Uh, then sends a picture, which is just the lone star in the sky, which he sent to everyone. Minori, the next day, <laughs> goes up to Ryuji at the foot lockers, or the shoe lockers, and is like, sorry about yesterday, but actually not really. <laughs> and he's like, so the don't say you're sorry, what? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> That's actually too. That's so the good. The don't say you're, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> uh, everyone in class is talking about the picture. Uh, Minori explains the picture that explains like it means that even though we're separated by so much distance, as long as we continue to shine bright, we'll be able to see each other. Uh, Ami comes in and mocks her, pretending it's so sweet she's gonna throw up. Which is good. That's yep. good. <laughs> um, and Ami's like, "Hey, you know what? We we should we should send a reply to Taiga." We get the scene of them all like rummaging around the gym. Ryuji and Ami in the uh, storage closet. And this is where she explains that she thought she was jealous of Taiga, but realized they were the same and admits to him that nothing else matters as long as one person understands her, even if they don't love her. And that ties back to her thing of like, you know, she doesn't want everyone to like her. She just wants, (laughs) she doesn't want everyone to like her. She wants specific people to like her because. They understand her. Yep. Um, they do the class photo with the tree topper. Uh, Ryuji tries to smile. It sucks. So Minori and Ami team up to pull him into a smile. Uh, as the picture is taking, Kitamura is falling on top of Ryuji. Fucking Kitamura, <laughs> half naked again. He's the patron saint of broken hearts. <laughs> Who fucking cares? Why is he half That was such a good picture, man. <laughs> it was. The uh, Ryuji does his tiger dragon monologue again about how like out tiger and dragon are meant to be together. So I'll always be by your side. My feelings will never change. Uh, and he, for once, is, he's wearing his scarf again that he always gives to Taiga. Oh my gosh! I never noticed that. Wow! That's I didn't me- know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, well, I, I think don't he- think he always gives it to her, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that scarf was his. That he you puts on Taiga right. in one scene and then she just keeps it. Oh my god. Uh, Yasuko is getting ready for the graduation, uh, implying that we've jumped a year now. Yep. Uh, Kitamura is going to America after he graduates. My man is getting, going to get it. 
Yep. Going to get it. <laughs> uh, the underclassmen are talking about all the upperclassmen, how cool they are, and the legend of the Palm Top Tiger. Of happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryuji sees Taiga's hair in the window and runs sprinting up to the room. Uh, they It bounces back and forth between them as they repeat the monologue from the very beginning of the first episode. He barges in and the room is empty. But of course, he knows exactly where to find her in the locker because that's where he found her the first time when all this started. <laughs> so good. And he goes, guess what? I love you. And she headbutts him like, you can't fucking do it now. That wasn't a good time. You're supposed to wait you till the proper you mood. Say in public. <laughs> and that is the end of Toradora. I was just going to say, that, that, was, that was an ultimate scene when Ryuji does not see Taiga up in the window. And then he gets a text message. And she's like, Taiga, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she's like, what are you, do you not see my hair in the window? He's like, what are you talking to her? He's like, I was at the school. Bro, that have been like, me. And he's you clutch. Like, uh, and then she probably got stuck there because it's nighttime now and she got locked in. No, like, I, you see, I get me? haven't seen your hell. That's so random. <laughs> Why would I be looking at the window? I think the alternate scene is he doesn't see that. And like it, it's the end of the day. Everything's winding down. Everyone's about to leave and a desk just flies out the window. <laughs> that's <laughs> better. That's better. It's in so much better. <laughs> Been waiting up here for half an hour. <laughs> and, okay. Anything else on twenty five specifically? Nope. Have we got, have we got the board saying uh, the mom's name? Uh, it says mom. its own name. Oh uh, yeah, he finally says it's. Oh, own name. is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Okay. Which I mean, at the very beginning when they first made that first, like he won't say its name. I was like, I bet he does at twenty five. <laughs> I gave literally Check zero brain power to the bird. <laughs> no, that's about it though. Um. Anything else on any of the characters? Or do we feel like we covered everything? Did we tie Ami off? We can tie Ami off. What do you got? Uh, I mean, nothing much. I was just kind of like, because hers was kind of like, I feel like her character arc was done around like episode 20. Um, Yeah, I, I feel like she kind of gets the short end of the stick with the character arcs. Um, well, her and the patron saint of broken hearts. <laughs> yeah, I think hers is fairly similar to Minori's. In that, like, she realizes what she was after was a feeling, and that like there's still so much of her life that she'll be fine. Ami's Ami's gonna figure her shit out. She'll be okay. Uh, did did we have more we wanted to say on like the Taiga um, needing to separate from Ryuji so that they could like stand on equal ground? Oh, yeah, I kind of. So that so that's we're all kind of in agreement that that's what's going on. Yeah, she she made that decision on her own because if Ryuji were, was brought in, then it would be like Ryuji was helping her and taking care of her again. But she, they, for both of them, they needed to kind of break that dynamic so that they could exist on the same level, I guess. And then another reason I also thought is she truly would not have had a place to stay. <laughs> I mean, she could have stayed with them, but yeah. Yeah, sure. But that, I don't know if that's, I mean, I guess, I don't know how weird of close friends you have to be, girlfriend, boyfriend, when you're like, can I stay, you know? And also, I think another, this may be me stretching, but another thing was when he was like, and even your parents too, you know? She had like a what? And then I think that may have sunk into her a little bit. Like, I really do want this family and I should probably be like a, like, I should try 
with yeah. that as well. And the only way to do that since dad left is to go hang out with mom. And to do that, I have to move schools, which will also let me, you know, actually balance myself on my own, which is fine. I just, I don't, that's a lot for high schoolers to like go from being together to not like every single day to not seeing you for like six months. Yeah. I mean, you kind of assume they would still like text or whatever, but yeah. Well, maybe because the, when they first see each other, he says, I love you for the first time, it seems like. In person, at least. Yeah, that's a year, though. Yeah. Uh, the other thing to that point is like she, or not that point, but the one about like her family is she sees Ryuji blow up his family and then fix it in like two days. That is true, yeah. And it's probably looking to that like, damn, okay, maybe I can fix it. Anything else on Toradora? Man, I think most of the character or Minoria was the only weird one. I mean, probably could, but de- like uh, everyone, they kind of fleshed out pretty well and resolved it decently. I I think the story wasn't like it didn't end as happy as I wanted it to, but I think it resolved itself in a way that's completely fine. It's a little bit different, and I respect them for doing what they did. Yeah, and I I think. I think it still ends like ultimately hopeful and positive. Yeah. And I think weirdly, because fiction like is often so the opposite direction, I think it's super important when thinking about Toradora to remember that these characters are fucking teenagers. <laughs> like I think yeah. I think that's actually kind of so central to a lot of like the decision making and the emotionality and even just like the the future prospects given the the ending and the tone of a lot of stuff. Like if you transplant these characters onto like 30, 40 year olds, like, yeah, it's a, it's a different, especially from the perspective of like Ami and Minori, it's a much different story. But you take them as 18 year olds, they're like, they're fine. They're better than fine, probably. Like Ami said, they're too young for this shit. <laughs> True. What about you, Sally? You got any final thoughts? The series is fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm still not happy about where Minori's story went to. But Minoya as a character, I love her character. I think her character is actually really good. Is this what they did with her was, eh, whatever. I had everybody else. I, I liked everybody else. I thought everybody else was pretty good. I wish there was more scenes with everybody. Like I wish there was like an episode or two episodes of different people hanging out together. You mean seeing the relationships and stuff like that? It would have been really cool. But we can't get what we want wherever that song is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Can't always get what you want. Yeah, thank you. I agree. Um, and, and as much as it pains me to say it, I, I do agree that Minori could have been given room to breathe a little more. Um, she could have been a little more. I, obviously, you know, it, it is a story about Ryuji and Taiga, so that's yeah. Like uh, Minori, Ami, and Kitamura, I think, are all lacking in different ways. That said, Minori is still my favorite character, just barely, 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 slightly slightly edging out Ami. What about yourself, favorite character? Uh, I think it's Ami. I like any character that gives crap to other characters. And, um, I mean, it would be Minori, but Minori's story is kind of garbage to me, so... And I like Ami a lot more. So, I like her. Anybody that says, take your fucking mask off is, like, already top tier. And what she did in this, even though it wasn't much competitively to the other characters, I thought she was, I think she was hitting homos the entire time she was in the thing. 
I say that and it does a sound bite sound bite of me saying that he's not hitting almost. No, I'm kinda I'm kinda <laughs> with you. I think Ami's good. I think Minori could have been better or could have easily taken that number one. Uh she has one of my second favorite scenes though, running through the thing. Uh running through the class, just yelling her emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then my first favorite scene was fucking uh, uh grandma and grandpa telling her that she raised him well. Mm-hmm. That one fucking that it'd get me every time. I mean, um, but I think I'm gonna go with Ami. Um, I I really like Taiga and Ryuji. I really like the main characters a lot too. Oh, I like all the characters. Yeah, all great. I legitly like all the characters. I even like the side characters. Yeah. God I mean, damn. fucking fucking Owens went saying Kitamaru was a fucking serial killer throughout the entire show. So I'm not wrong. Still, I don't think. <laughs> well, I think one of my favorite scenes ever is when Minoe is like my my good portion radar is not going off. My cute I girl radar. So, yeah, it was oh, one of those yeah. things. Yeah, when Ami came in. <laughs> That's funny. Already knew from the get-go that she was not good. <laughs> All right, final uh, final rankings? Okay. Due to a shift in the meta, yeah, I have some movements okay. on my uh, my tier list. Are you still capping oh. your tier at five? Your S tiers are going to be capped I mean, it's, it's all going to be relative. Okay. If if we had a list of a hundred, having only five in S doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense, right? True. Okay. But either way, for 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 what I've got, Akira has moved from the A tier to the B tier. Perfect Blue has moved from the S tier to the A tier. No. And Toradora is slotting in on the S tier. What's your S tiers right now? Uh, my S tier is Cowboy Bebop, Steins Gate, Hioka, Death Parade, Toradora. All respectable answers. Eh. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, my C tier, Lonesome, is Mob Psycho. <laughs> you saying that for me? That's fine. <laughs> Fuck you too. <laughs> but yeah, S tier, like fucking, I kept waiting to be like, meh. Like, like, like I, I was expecting at one point, I shoot for to something. Even in it? No, no, not that bad. But for me to be like, okay, this is like an A tier. But every time, I was just like enraptured, fucking watching this show. So into it. Um, I am not doing a based on whatever. I um, I think these last four have been, were an A to me, just because like it wasn't the ultimate satisfying ending that I wanted. But because the other rest of the show, like all of the twenty fucking four episodes, were all fucking amazing, I'm still throwing it in S tier for me. Hell yeah. Up there with still Perfect Blue. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't know where my list is. It's somewhere. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Did you I don't come prepared to these things. Bro. You, said, you said Perfect Blue and you, I'm like, is there any other S? Was that really your S tier? No, no, no. I think... Uh, I think you're in nice like four or five. Me and or Death Parade's up there, I know. Um, Yuri, I think, is up there too. Bebop. I don't know. Yuri's close. Bebop, we've been... Yeah, it's still up there. If I was gonna give one up, it would be Bebop though. Mm. We need to watch Bebop again. <laughs> yeah. You know, you might, that might. That's probably what needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next time, join us for Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> we do need to revisit. Cowboy Bebop. We got a two-year episode coming up here in about eight months. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll figure out a way to revisit Cowboy Bebop. I mean, just two-year anniversary. Well, we don't want to do it the same. Whatever. We'll right, figure so. it out. Yeah. Knock it out. Okay. Salvador's. Jesus oh, monkeys. <laughs> Anime ranking. So number one, we have Cowboy Bebop. Number two, we have Mob Psycho. Number three, we have Goin' Logan. Number four, we have Devils of Apartheid. Wow. Number five, we have Death of the Parade. Number six, we have Yori and Ice. Number seven, Steins Gate. Number eight, Perfect Blue. Oh, you're right. You don't slot it in yet. 
Number nine, FLCL. Number 10, PET. Number 11, Evangelion. Number 12, Madoka. Number 13, Ikira. And number 14, Hayako. So, where we have Toradora, we haven't taken the number four spot. It's going, so it goes, Gon Logan, Thord, Toradora 4, Devil's Part Timer 5. It took over the Devil's Part Timer spot. I can live with that. If you thought, if, if you put Devil's Part Timer over Torador, there was going to be a fight. No, I, I have so much love for Gon Logan. It has everything that I love about anime in it. Mm-hmm. Even though Torador does the same thing. But it doesn't have a guy standing in a fucking cross-arm pose with fans blowing into him, making a goddamn speech. And that's what Golden Lagoon has over Toradora. All right. Anthony. Yes. Would you like to talk about what we're doing next? Because we're doing something a little different. Uh, yeah, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, for my pick, uh, we're going to try to tackle a bunch of episodes um, in one sitting and still keep it around our normal, you know, hour and a half to two and a half hours, <laughs> depending on what happens. Yeah, Toradora has been, like, way longer than we thought it was going to be. Yes. So I wanted to try to do something, uh, specifically a longer anime that we can't usually touch because we try to keep it under about a month and a half or so of release times just to, you know, knock it out. So we're going to attempt, and we'll see how this goes. Uh, we're going to do Brotherhood, Full Alchemist, uh, shit, Full Metal Alchemist. Thank you, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, um, which is yeah. 64, 64 episodes. episodes. So, so it's going to be seven weeks of us doing Brotherhood, most Maybe. likely. Actually, yeah. I think it'll. We're going to do. I think we're just going to do ten for the first one. Um, but the format might change a little bit in that, like, we're not going to go through probably line by line exactly what happens. Absolutely not. No, we are not doing this. We are going to try a much looser format. Just kind of Um, more discussions of like in depth. Why is the characters doing this? You know, we'll still touch the, what we think are the great parts of maybe that episode, but each episode is not going to be like its own 30 minute thing. Yeah. We, we will probably at least conceive it with like talking about a specific episode at the start. Um, but who knows if that'll even remain? Yeah, we'll see what happens. It'll be it'll be more ideally us just calling out like I want to talk about this, and then we talk about it. But we'll try and keep it in a sequ- sequential order. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, at least for at least episode specific. Yeah. Um, so that being said, uh, because we're now swapping from about you know four maybe five episodes a week to ten, we'll see what the schedule looks like on posting. Still, we're going to still trying to keep it um, once every week. Once the thing starts, we'll see what happens. Uh, check out our Twitter for those updates. I'm going to try to actually hop on there and keep you guys notified. Um, but other than that, um, do you guys have anything else for the folks? Uh, Brotherhood is available on Netflix and Crunchyroll, I believe, and Hulu. No, at least it's on two of the three. Then Hulu and Crunchyroll, I think. Yep, I think those Perfect. are the two. I'm fucking excited. I love Brotherhood. Um, okay, question. Dub, dub, uh, sub, sub. Who's doing what? I'll probably oh, do sub. both. You sub? Okay. I'm going to try to do dub, but that's only because I grew up with the dub characters. So. Same. Uh, I don't know that I've ever actually watched the sub, so... Or I might have done it last time I watched it. I don't know. Either way. Uh, I think me and Owens did watch it, though, so we do know what's Yeah, I am, I'm on, still fresh. But it'd be nice yeah. to revisit it. Doesn't matter, dude. Um, I mean, I, I, I prob- there'll probably be a few things I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot about that, because I've only seen Brotherhood once, and I've seen so the original a couple of times. Yeah. But yeah, I'm fucking And stoked. we are not doing the original at all. Nope. 
Even though there is a there is a reason why you would watch the original one and then Brotherhood, but we're not doing Disagree. that. Uh, Actually, no, I, I see it. All right, all right. So, uh, oh, you, you want you want to sign no, off? No, not not at all. Brain's asleep. No, I don't. I don't like want to sign, sign off. I'm good. I, you know, my, my roommate's asleep. No, I don't. You want to go ahead and sign You know, my cat's comfy right next to me. I don't want to yell. <laughs> okay. In that case, we'll see you next time on my first anime. Hey, thanks as always for listening. We decided to smash through fate and forge our own futures by launching a Patreon. You can check that out over on patreon.com slash myfirstanime, where hopefully by this point we figured out some cool shit to do. Or if you would just like to leave us a review and uh, rating on wherever you get your podcasts, that helps as well. And also, I am winging this, you know, also has wings, Twiddle. So at us, at myfirstanime, and... Other shenanigans. Talk about how awesome I am. That Salvador, awesome monkey. Just really just leave comments about me is what I'm asking for. I'm also plugging, I guess, my stream on uh, twitch.tv slash uh, stmonkey with a zero. And if you want to email us, uh, our email address is myfirstanimepodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out pictures of my cat on Instagram and Twitter under the handle of Sir Paper Plate. See you next time on My First First Anime. anime. (laughs) Did it in one. Perfect.